Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mail Fuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always, Matt's here. Yeah, fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. And not so fortunate and not so glorious, Connor's here. I'm not going to argue with this week. <laughs> He's tired. Yeah. Car- it's been a long day. Carl's been up for something like 16 hours. He's been... He's been he's 18. Been, oh, there you go. What's, he, what, what's kind of, your caffeine of choice there, Connor? You can't uh, just be tea. No, I've, I've just got the, the small amount that's in... I forgot to buy energy drinks. I, I knew I was having a stupidly long shift today and I was getting up stupidly early for work. And I forgot. So I bought one at work. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's long worn off now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I figured you'd have something right there in front of you, like breaking case of emergency... No, no. Maybe I'll go and make a cup of tea at some point. Yeah, you're well, talking about I, I hope you've got some booze at the ready because you're going to need it for the first news story this week. Hmm. Before we get to that, though, uh, we do talk about DC Comics on this show, and coming up on this week's show, we have Detective Comics 988, Superman number 3, The Flash 54, Catwoman number 3, Supergirl 22, Titans 25, Hawkman number 4, Plastic Man number 4, Suicide Squad 46, and Sideways number 8. And what's notable about this week, as we were just pointing this out before we started, is that other than two books, all of them this week are all just pairs of us that have read. They're different pairs, there's different combinations of two of us, but there's only two books where all three of us read them this week, which is weird. Because that's usually yeah. the majority, that, right? Yeah, that, or at least half. Yeah, at least half. Yeah, this might be the lowest ever. That, yeah. that it's only only two books. Week, week two yeah. is diverse because there's a couple of super books that Cora doesn't read. Uh, he's not reading Titans either. I don't read Hawkman. I just forgot that Suicide Squad was a crossover book this week and forgot to read it because it's Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> but see, had I read Classic Man, I would be the one that reads everything again, and I got to stop doing that. <laughs> it's not good for my brain. It's, it's just not. There's yeah. too many stories. I mean, to be fair, I did read House of Whispers, but I mean, it's not really relevant. This is very good. How's the Sandman universe books? Because you've read all of them so far, right? You've... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, House of Whispers, probably the one I was least excited for, but it was a really solid first issue. Uh, books of Magic is the other one that's coming out, right? Yeah, we've got that, and we've got Lucifer still to come. Okay. Hmm. Well, you let me know what Books of Magic is, because that's the one I was kind of excited for, being a Potterphile. Yes. Yeah, so... yeah we'll do. Please, like, don't tell me about any of them. I just just yeah. Potterphile. Just is a phrase that I'm just I'm stuck well, on. I don't for like a saying Potterhead. That sounds dumb. I'd rather say Potterphile. I don't know. What what do Harry Potter fans call themselves? I don't know. I think it is awesome. Is it? Yeah. M- muggle bitches? I, I don't... <laughs> no. Potterhead sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, all I know is I went into Hot Topic where they sell all the Pops now and they have the mm. new Fantastic Beast one and I'm not buying Pops anymore. I made that decision. I'm done. <laughs> and I had to restrain myself. Well, no oh. he, he restrained Movie's himself. Movie's not even out yet. Huh? Movie's not even out yet. And, and... No, but they have, they have the Pops and that the young Dumbledore looks pretty cool. Oh, like, I don't have a Jude Law pop, but I'm not going to because I'm not buying them anymore. Until until you move and realize you've got space to, to, to put them. It's yeah, like, that's oh, different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the only driving force behind this decision right now is that you're going to have to move everything you buy. 
once that's passed, once that's done, and you've basically agreed yeah. to be yourself, you know what, I'm never moving again. I'm staying here for the rest of my life, and everyone's else is going to have to move them once I die. Once you've made that choice, you're going to buy far too many pops again. No, see, I feel the, the, the novelty of them has worn off. The fact that, like, we got Golden Girls pops before I got a proper line of Indiana Jones still <laughs> anger fires me. It's because so... they're waiting for the new movie, and then they're just going to give you, like, 30 of them. Well, once yeah. that happens, I'll break my fast, and yes. I'll buy them all. Indiana Jones will have a walking stick, because yeah. Harrison Ford's going to be, like, 85 by the time that stupid movie comes out. Yeah, yeah but he's still... Do you see him delivering that speech this week? With a proper Gandalf beard, I did not. Like he looks no. old and wise. Yeah, hmm. well, look that up. He spoke at a, at a at a climate summit, and he looked like a like a proper. Like his beard looked nice. That's <laughs> <So. laughs> just oh, Hansel's beard looking good. This, this this is a DC podcast, right? Uh-huh. We're, we're not here yeah. to fawn over over beards. No, we're not. But we clearly all respect beards because we all have beards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me and Matt's kind of weak. He, yeah. looks like a, he looks like Amish almost. Yeah, that's me, not his fault. Me and Matt have beards. Connor has a, a chin curtain. There's a difference. Yeah. Sure. Can, can you not grow hair on your cheeks, or do you not like growing hair on your cheeks? No, it it, it's, uh, it irritates me at work. Okay. Gotcha. Because hmm. that's uh, my one friend can grow a beard, but where his sideburns would connect, it just doesn't. It just stops. <laughs> so he has like these lines that he so he can't grow a beard. And it makes him so mad. I don't, I don't have a line in my, my hair, but I do actually have like lines where my glass legs go. Like I've got indents yeah. in my head just because I've always worn glasses. It's like little mm. indents. It's like a, on your finger from holding the, the smartphones. Everyone's pinky goes in now like that. <laughs> or like that because I hold it on this Shit, hand. It does. Yeah. Shit. And it's just adaption from holding smartphones the way we do. Shit. Both my hands are like that. What the? F- yeah. What is this? That means you spend too much time on devices there, Pete. This is, uh, well, there's an iPad, a phone. I think it's the it's iPad. The iPad more... is a two-handed device. The mm-hmm. iPad's heavier, and sometimes if the cat's on one hand, I do have to kind of prop it up with one hand, and I think that's what's done this. It's the heavier iPad when I'm reading comics. That's what this is. Yeah. Bloody so... Apple. <laughs> I've been... I've been... No, but it's not, you, have, you have your fingers and then your, your glasses. I know. Making indents, too. I've been mutilated. Oh. Mutilated. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have a DC Comics. We, 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 we promise we do. We're getting to them right now. Uh, well, actually, Allegedly. Let's, let's get to that depressing news. Let's get to I, need, depressing I need this news, out yeah. now. Let's bleed it. Yes, yes, yes. we got a few news items this week. It's a couple of new book announcements, but let's start with the depressing things. So there was rumours last week. So I, I do want to warn you here. There are kind of spoilers for what's coming up in terms of what the general direction of Nightwing is. But at this point, everyone kind of knows because everyone's been talking about it. But if you do, if you are like media blackout, if you are making a heavy, heavy job of yep. sp- avoiding them, you can skip the timestamps to the to the, the the books and get put, there. Put on your Nightwing visor that Pete loves mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. all hate, and and go la 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 la, and then come back later. Hey, this week he had like a Cyclops uh, blaster visor and and Titans. Doesn't make at one point. Does it? Doesn't make it any better, Pete. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying it does. I'm just I'm saying that there's now a different type of visor. There's now a range of visors yeah. to pick from. Mm-hmm. When we're discussing that. That was in Titans. Titans. You should you should be reading Titans, Connor. Uh, I, see, I didn't mean to not read that. I just yeah. I missed the last issue, and then I just yeah. haven't caught up because yeah. clearly I didn't care enough. Oh, we'll be talking about that later. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of Star Wars referencing in this issue as well. So you you would have probably uh, dug it, mm-hmm. but. 
Anyway, so so Nightwing's a thing, and despite the fact that Percy, of course, is currently on Nightwing, and he was solicited up till issue 53 of Nightwing, because Nightwing, of course, keep in mind, this month starts double shipping, so there was a few mm-hmm. solicited. Um, he is now going to be ending his run on issue 50. He put out a tweet saying that he, he regretted that he has to do this, he wished he could finish the story that he had planned. He's leaving on a high note, he claims he is, but mm-hmm. he had more planned, and it sounds like, I mean, there's a lot of speculation going on if there's something fishy behind the scenes, that there's maybe some fallout or something. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Uh, from the sounds of the tweets, he's at least sticking to the idea that because he's writing more books and they're getting picked up for movies and TV shows, because mm-hmm. now he's got multiple TV shows and movies in yeah. the works, the, the man's getting busy. I can't fault him. But because of that, that seems to be the main reason, at least publicly, why he's leaving the comic. And seemingly, I'd imagine, comics for a while if he's that busy with all that stuff. Well, I mean, that was his yeah. last uh, DC book, right? Yeah, this was the last really? one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he wasn't writing Titans anymore. Teen Titans, yeah. rather. Because um, he stopped when with the new changeover, the greater yeah, change. And so, and he's, clearly, he's not on uh, Green Arrow. He's been on there for a while. So, yeah, it was yeah. just Nightwing. So I guess so. For the time being, I'm going to assume it's just that, and that he just he doesn't have the the time to commit to it, and that's maybe why. And maybe we'll see him back later when when things free up a little bit. So, so there's two things to this. First of all, the plot of where Nightwing's going that seems to be kicking off uh, in Batman Fifty Five, and also might be related to Heroes in Crisis down the line, is that Nightwing's getting shot in the head, and he's going to have amnesia and not remember any of his training, uh, and he's going to have like a, oh, I, I can live as a normal person and I'll feel fine. The, I don't want to comment on whether or not I like or dislike that plot. I dislike it for the most part, but... My, my I don't one, want to comment on it, but I'm going to do it immediately anyway. But the, the one point for I want those, to make... For those only listening to this, I'm shaking my head. Yes. Uh, no, because I don't like anything I'm hearing right yes. now. But the one point I want to make about this, though, is I think what's the worst thing about it is that the plot of uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick's Aquaman coming up is also amnesia-based. So I just want to point that out. <laughs> do, do you know what really shows how, how little I like this? is I've, I've heard this or, you know, over mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. You saying it then again now, I had to stop myself going, ugh, like it was the first time I was hearing so- it. It's that annoying. I, the silver lining to all this that it, it seems to be coming from Tom King and he's done enough now that I trust him in whatever this idea is. Yeah, I mean, let's say the end game of whatever this says is also going to be relevant to mm-hmm. Batman. So Tom King will start it and potentially end it when it finally gets resolved. Yeah. And basically Nightwing's solo book is basically just kind of circumstantially having to put up with it Shut for a while. It. Yeah, because do that's do going you know, on. Uh, do you know what the, the, the truly bright side is? Mm-hmm. I get to save eight dollars a month. There is truth to this, but not just because of the plot. If that now, don't get me wrong. I am going to read issue fifty-one. Even given what I'm about to tell you, I am going to read issue fifty-one and try it out out of fairness. But I am expecting to launch it into the sun as soon as I finish reading it, because issue fifty-one, you know fifty-two, and fifty-three, and possibly more, are written by Scott Lobdell. Yeah, I forgot about this. So just right now. And I've had a tough week. I've had a lot of bad personal stuff going on. And this is worse. This makes me want to throw my computer out the window right now because I just remembered it. Now I'm. To, to be fair, you do have a new one waiting, so might as well. <laughs> I like my window too much, and also I'm moving, and I'd have to pay for that window. Yes. We open the window first. <laughs> 
Yeah, but where's the fun in that? You want the crash. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you're going to bounce back you anyway. You know, I love, I love Superman, and I hate when people are like, oh, Batman has a flair for the dramatic, but when I'm angry, I too have a flair for the dramatic. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. That's why you dislike Batman oh, so much. Is so you're, you're actually more like Batman than Superman. That really upsets you. It does. No, it, it does. That, that's what it is. I, I want to be like Superman, but I tend to brood more like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Push my loved ones away because I'm angry. <laughs> Superman doesn't do that. They should learn to be like Superman. So you know something uh, kind of funny about this news. Oh, Nothing. No, no. Fun, funny for me is I have a feeling I'm actually away the week that 51 comes out. So oh, you guys might be reading a Lobdell comic that I don't read. Hey, sure. guys. You know what to do. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know what to do. Yes. David and Tyler. Now, it's double shipping Nightwing, so if you want them to read every issue, you're going to have to both pick a Nightwing issue every month on your, your Connor's Corner well, picks. Just, just through 51 to 53, they could alternate. Yes. One gets one, one gets the other. So, you know... Yes. There, there is a way to pull this Part- off. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to go through Lobdell writing one of my favorite characters again because I already dealt with that with Superman in the New 52 and I dealt mm-hmm. with him writing Teen Titans, which is one of my favorite teams. And now he's writing my one of my favorite characters in Dick Grayson. Oh. And like, uh, I'm having like, I don't want to, I don't want to make PTSD sound like it's a small thing, but now I'm having Lobdell kind of PTSD. Yeah, I... I think this was inevitable. It's kind of amazing we got to episode 121 before we had to discuss the news of Lobdell taking over a book, right? Because he's just been on Red Hood this entire time. He's just been over no, on Red Hood. Given, have... given his prominence as the go-to writer during the New 52. Yeah. What What does he have on DDO? Uh, oh, a shared desire to kill Nightwing. Oh, God, shut Well, up. not just that. What keeps him employed at DC? in this way to where they're like oh we need a writer for nightwing hey scott you want to take that do you know what this uh this this topic is reminding me of a tweet that i have to uh say i can no longer respect mitch mitch garrett's oh god because well, would, he said... liked the tweet that said that red hood was better than nightwing and, and that's <gasps> oh, it oh all right you know what uh, mr miracle's yeah. getting no, thrown in the I trash have an explanation it's done for this. <laughs> He's, it's he's too close to dark side he's really discovered the anti-life equation that's the only explanation that's it. He's been affected by Darkseid. We need to save his son. Let's get on it, guys. This is this is this is dire news. What's worse is that Nightwing was you know was like oh double shipping great week three is really quiet. And Nightwing assured that we could be great. Not anymore. It's not. <laughs> now now it's punishment that week. So so even if Percy like you think Percy upon finding out about let, let's say this amnesia story is true mm-hmm. do you think percy still would have stayed on through that had he not been busy oh, well the, am- the amnesia story is not like true or not true but it just as is fact the solicits get changed no i'm so i'm saying like it made it easier for him to blame like, well we're going this different direction mm. with nightwing do you think had he not been so busy he would have rolled with it or still would have been like okay I'm not gonna finish my story. Can, we, can you put me on something? That's an interesting question, actually. I wonder if, like, he was struggling, and then they told him, "Hey, you can't do your story yeah. for the next ten issues. You have to do this amnesia stuff yeah. instead." While something and else is going on, it. and he's like, "Well, you know what? Yeah. That, that makes my choice easy. Bye." <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we know he can handle multiple stuff. Like, I know he's busy, but he was doing double shipping 
Green Arrow in single shipping uh, Titans. So, Teen Titans. I keep yes. going to Titans, but that's just because we didn't have a Titans book forever, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I... yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I know his, his Wolverine, uh, like, uh, what is it, like, radio show has really taken off. Because some of the people I'm friends with on Facebook have found it, and they're I'm not traditional comic so fans. so excited to listen to that. Uh, yeah. Because it was whatever service they were on. I can't remember. Deezer, mm-hmm. maybe? Stitcher? Yeah. It was an exclusive to there for like six months. It's only just started uh, going yeah. uh, free to listen to over the last couple yeah. of weeks. The, so, the the trailer excerpt sounded fantastic. Yeah. So, but you know, that's cool. I'll, I'll follow Percy pretty much anywhere, whatever he does. If he has something else up his sleeve when he comes back, you know, if it's for a different company, I'm willing to check it out. So, yeah. but yeah. it seems like it's amicable, unlike some other things that are going on at other companies. It seems so, like it, yes. It seems, and that's all you can want. Like, it's if, if mom and dad are fighting, you want it to seem like it's under control and that one's not trying to burn the house down. It's, it's amicable know? enough, at the very least, for Percy's... Uh, happy to be civil about it on Twitter, as opposed to what you're referencing at Marvel, where at least one uh-huh. tweet so far from the creator who got shafted did not sound happy at all. Oh, so. there, there's oh, a series of tweets following that. There's like five yeah. or six. Oh, interesting. Okay. She's, uh, this person is uh, on full Seth Rollins, and they're going to burn it down. Hey, look, I'll just like, say this. Chelsea Kane, if you want to come to DC, we will, we'll take yeah. you. Please. We'll accept Please. you. Please. Welcome. Uh, hey. Open arms. Warm embrace. Gee, would you would you enjoy Chelsea Kane on a Batgirls book? I think I would. I think you would. I think I would enjoy that. Because her her the only reason I stopped reading her Mockingbird before it did get cancelled was I just didn't have space with all the DC I was reading. Mm. And I'm like, I'm gonna come back to this because this is a fun, nice, like I, romp. And that's what you want in kind of Batgirls. Like it can be serious, but you kinda want it to be like a fun, carefree romp kind of thing. Yeah. And I think she'd be perfect. I, I read the first issue of that. I thought it was it was pretty solid, but it was yeah. something that yeah. I thought oh maybe I'll check it out and trade later down the line. And, yeah, but I, yeah I mean I, I think I made it six issues before I was like I can't. I, it was this or you know give up a DC. I wanna, if I recall, it, it played with the the time structure quite a lot, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. went back and forth, and one issue had her saving uh, Hawkeye with a dolphin. Like it was just kind of the you know that's kind of just zany comic book stuff. This reminds me, actually, just, uh, we'll go on to the other comic book news in a second, but there was breaking TV news last night, this was after me and Cora recorded the TV news, so oh. this won't be on the TV news till next week now, but it is DC, okay. and that is apparently DC Universal doing a Batgirl TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, and I thought yeah. of you guys. Yeah. I, I don't know how to react to that right now. After that time, let's, let's see... Yeah. Yeah. After that Titans because, trailer, it's just a bit hard to get excited. Well, but Doom Patrol, though, Doom Patrol seems so far. I mean, it's just from the it's set got pictures, a solid cast. Cast is looking good. Yeah, but even the the costumes feel right. Like I saw the Robot Man. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're going to do some touch ups with with CG. You know. This 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 is fair, but yeah. we were praising the Robin and Hawk and Dove costumes. Mm-hmm. Quite That's a true. Lot. This is very true. true. I, I stand by that. Those costumes themselves look good yeah but then the beast boy and raven or yeah. raven yeah beast boy raven did, and did you see an image of still... jason todd and titans was out this week you could see uh, <laughs> that's what the show yeah. needs jason todd um <laughs> so, so switching to the arrowverse real quick because you guys talked about their lois yeah yeah that that was that was out enough um, time I'm, but I'm pretty excited just because it's, it's it's a new lois there was even more uh, so. they, they, they cast nora freeze for the crossover today for reals yeah nora yeah. freeze 
Holy crap. This is the first time a bad character showed up, right? Like, well, it's not a Batwoman who's coming at the same time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, we haven't had, like, a Batman character sure, yeah. show up. Really. I mean, there's maybe some villains that are kind of, like, uh, agnostic. Shared. Because they're, like, kind of, yeah. they show up in Gotham a lot, but yeah, they're also... Yeah, like when you've had, like, Deadshot and Deadshot. Yeah, yeah or, or, or Ra's al Ghul on Arrow. Oh, to be fair, Ra's al Ghul, I'd say, is a Batman villain, first and foremost. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, but... The way that they twisted him, he could be like kind of everyone's villain. Sure, yeah. You know, you know, this is not like like when you think Mister Freeze, like that's strictly Batman. So the fact that you're getting Nora there, that's wow! I did not know that. That's exciting. I agree. Right. Yeah, de- definitely nice to get a new Lois. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I'm not. I'm oh. not familiar with her, the actress at all. No, so, no, me neither. But she looks like comic book Lois, like a lot. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah so I, cool. I was just saying, playing a you know the new Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. and they basically made MJ into Lois, so <sighs> it's cool. Stop, stop! <laughs> I'm this close to buying a PlayStation Four to play this game. She's a she's an investigative journalist. God damn it! And she's yeah. got red hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's red-headed Lois in the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but the Batgirl TV show apparently is going to be a thirteen-episode live-action show. And to be fair, I do think Batgirl would fit better as a TV show than a movie. Even though I'll take the movie as well, yeah. I'm not going to turn it down. Uh, but... And even even if it uses something that Whedon was going to do, that's cool because he knows how to do stuff for TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no idea what Batgirl it is, but probably Babs. Depends yeah. if they still want to do the whole let's keep it separate from the movie thing and do a yeah. different version. Well, given that Cass is in, cause Cass is in Birds of Prey, so that would leave Steph as the candidate right. if they want to make it different from Babs. Right. Yeah, yeah. That said, we did hear rumours that maybe we'll be getting Steph in the Batwoman show. True. And a spoiler, probably. Yeah. A spoiler. So, yeah. Just rumours, though. That, that, there's nothing I, to... I'd still put money on. on Babs just because she's the, the, the first and prominent one. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know... Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I just, I just came out of my head there. I was like, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more in uh, the TV news and TV from the multiverse next week. But uh, it was fresh today, so I guess mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so, got a couple of miniseries uh, announced uh, that are starting in December. Well, uh, both are. Both are starting in December. Um, so, the first one is the. They're both 12 issues, uh, which I, I really like. I like that these are characters who are a bit smaller. And it's like, well, if we started an ongoing, they probably wouldn't last that long, relatively speaking. So just saying, no, right from the start, 12-issue series. I mean, Mr. Miracle's been doing fantastic at 12 issues. So that's what we're doing. So the first one is a Martian Manhunter miniseries uh, written by Steve Orlando and art by Riley Rosmo. Um, And this is starting in December. And here's here's what they were saying about in the interview. uh, is a, a once a re-examination of the character's origins and emotional journey, and also a detective story on Earth. In this series, John Jones will uh, reply, pre- pre- sorry, will reprise his civilian identity as Detective John Jones and solve a murder as it presents a possible connection to his home world on Mars. Mm-hmm. I hope there's plenty of choco cookies. <laughs> as do I. As do I. I. Uh, as that sounds kind of good. Like I mean, I've not super yeah. into Orlando as we've as we've discussed in the past. So remember us thinking that maybe Batman in his JLA was actually Martian Manhunter in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's writing Martian Manhunter. It's just weird how sometimes. Well, he did. He did do uh, that uh, DCU Martian Manhunter book as well. Oh, he did. Yeah, people like sure that. I think. Yeah, people. People oh, like that. Yeah, people did like that. And to, but to be fair though, I wasn't a big fan. People do love his JLA as well. 
But I mean, I do like his Supergirl. Uh, they do. Sorry. People love his JLA. Yeah, there's people. There's people on Twitter who swear by that book. They love it. They love it. They yeah, and then again, the... uh, I've seen people on Twitter say Red Hood is the best book that DC. I've also yes, so I've also seen that. Twitter. People also like to put ketchup on steak, Pete. It doesn't mean everyone should do it. Why did you direct that music if I do that? I'm just saying because you're the one that brought up that people like it. I'm just saying, yeah. You don't put ketchup on your steak, do you? No, I just I don't understand okay. why you went to steak. It just has it well done, like it. Well, I wasn't bringing up the well done. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like my meat cooked. All right, I like most meat well done. Most. I guess the exception is chicken because you don't really have chicken well done. You know, just do no, you cook you it properly. Yeah. Is that yeah. you cook it or you're going to be sick? It's just one or the other. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, same, same with pork. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so 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 yeah. But I, I liked Orlando Supergirl. I, I liked what I read of his Wonder Woman. So it does seem to be better at solo characters. So I'll definitely give this a try. Yeah, I would say more relevant here, uh, especially with Riley Rosmo. Um, that, they were the team on Batman the Shadow, right? Yeah, yep. that's true. Well, Snyder Snyder worked with Orlando. That's true. On the first still, one. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it was probably mostly Orlando, which is cool because I like that series. As did I. So, it was fun. So, no, this is exciting. I've seen people complain about it because of Orlando and whatnot, but I'm, like, give, give him a chance. Not everything's going to be like, uh, what's that book that none of us wanted to read? Oh, The Unexpected. And it spun out of Super... Yeah. So... I don't I just, think it's going to be that. It's Martian Manhunter. There's a little more kind of constraints. So let's see yeah, what he's got. I, I just can't personally get that excited, especially after I, I didn't really enjoy his last Martian Manhunter series. I, I gave up after about three issues because it, it bored me. Yeah, I, I never read it, and I had friends telling me I should, that it's a pretty good detective-y thing. So, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's the first one. And then the second one is a 12-issue Freedom Fighter series written by Robert Venditti and art by Eddie Barrows. Uh, this is coming in December. This will be set on Earth-X, the alternate universe where Germany won World War Two and America loves under the thumb of the Nazi regime. The fighters will be comprised of Human Bomb, Black Condor, Doll Woman, and Phantom Lady. Uncle Sam is absent. And part of this plot is going to be about, about hopefully getting Uncle Sam back because they can reignite the passion and the hope of everyone and get Uncle Sam back on board. Uh, but yeah, so I'm down. I love alternate histories. Yeah, this sounds pretty fun. Uh, I'll try it. I'm not sure. Again, Vendetti, I'm not yeah. like super hot on. So, so Vendetti's redeemed himself a little bit to me between his his Hallam pals, like mm. the last section of that run, and now Hawkman. That's kind of wiped out the bad taste from his New Fifty Two Green Lantern and Flash. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm starting to wonder if those were just a symptom of, oh, it was the new 52. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think possibly. So. Um, and, and I feel his Green Lantern was trying to be so different from John's. Like, it was a tough follow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's but worth, no, I worth, trust him. Worth mentioning here, they're saying that all the characters will get backstories and stuff, so it sounds like it's going to be new either friendly. No one, you're not going to have to have any familiarity with the, the Freedom Fighters or any of the history. Oh. It'll be a complete jump on point. Money on each issue follows a different fighter, uh, or they'll be focused and from their point of view. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. You know, I wonder if this will play into stuff that happens with Doomsday Clock too, with the different multiverses. You know, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't no. thought so. Yeah, I, I guessed it, but you never know. Damn it. Uh, but you got four characters, so you could do like each of them would get three, or if maybe like Uncle Sam's going to have one towards the end when he finally comes back. Maybe you, you know. 
give him yeah. one too. I don't know. But uh but yeah, so that that is that's the news. So there was actually news this week, uh which I imagine means we're getting solicits on Monday, because that typically is what happens. Yeah, well, yeah, we're doing next week. Yeah. There you go, December solicits coming. Uh oh are we, be- are we betting on a, a Christmas anthology one shot? Or did they do that at the end of November already? Oh, I I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, so that's that's the news. So we, we can talk about books now. Uh, we can go into the books. We're going to start with Detective Comics 988, James Robinson writing and Stephen Segovia on art. So this is the, the fill-in arc before before uh, uh, Tomasi, Tomasi. Comes, comes on board for his run. Um, so I wasn't sure what to expect with this. I'm expecting just kind of a random Batman arc. Just, you know, whatever his story mm-hmm. he's got in the tank to, to, to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried as someone that didn't really enjoy his face to face. Mm. This is called Face the Face. <laughs> um, so that gave me a little bit of yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, I don't know what that's going uh, yeah, to say. But... In terms of just, you know, oh, it's going to be a, just a fill-in Batman story. Mm-hmm. Those are usually among the safest Yeah, yeah. of fill-ins. They're, they're, they're rarely, oh, this is the best. But they're usually like, yeah, well, everyone's usually, got a Batman story. Yeah, dependable. Deserves. Which is kind of how I described the issue. I, I've got, I think some of the dialogue's a little bit off for Batman. Now... Gordon yeah. does call him out on it a little bit and says, oh, you're being really candid. Yeah. But there was still a couple of lines that I felt even just felt weird coming from Batman. Uh, the art's really nice, though. I, I, I like Segovia's art mm-hmm. quite a bit. Segovia. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, basically, the, the plot of this is that there's, there's been a murder and uh, Batman goes to inspect the guy's apartment. Seems like a normal guy. That's just random person got murdered. But yeah. he goes to the, the apartment and there's like a hidden room with guns and passports and all sorts of, you know, spy shit. And then Lady Firefly shows up, and Firefly's there as well, and they're burning the building to shit. So a lot of the issues, the action of him fighting the Fireflies and yeah. dodging flames and, and whatnot, Alfred. It being, was a very quick read. It was a very yeah, quick read. Yeah. A lot of action. Yeah, Al- Alfred's uh, being concerned because he's upset about Selena. I did like that he's in his uh, costume, the new one or the old one, I suppose. Yeah. Depending yeah. on your perspective. And I think uh, the dialogue with Alfred was probably some of the more awkward stuff from mm-hmm. Bruce's end. You know, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you, or whatever it was. Uh, and this is like, honestly. And it, it, it kind of just sounded a little bit weird going from Batman. And I get that maybe he's intentionally trying to be like, oh, he's different because of what's happened with Selena. And I do like the the, 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 the wedding not happening and still impacting this story as well. Like it's still, you know, it's impacting mm-hmm. all the Batline, right? That's cool. Yeah. I like that. But it does feel like he's trying to make Batman sound like he's affected by what's going on, but the result just it feels kind of off and weird and not in the, the way it's intended, I don't think. No, no, but I do like Sassy Alfred going. Oh, so oh. we're talking again? Oh, of course. Okay, like I yeah. love Sassy Alfred. Yeah, there's some, there's some weird panels of like Batman just standing like in the flames, with you know the the cape flowing and and whatnot. Uh, I can't fault the art actually. The art's really enjoyable. No, no that's art's the uh, the title page. That double page spread of the city is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean as filler essentially, it doesn't feel like it's an important story. But as filler goes, I enjoyed reading that and it looked pretty. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a detective story, which fits detective comics. Yeah, it, 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 there's very little to complain about, other than, like we've said, yeah, the, the, the voice bits with Batman. But yeah. overall, it's pretty solid. It's uh, dependable. Yeah, uh, the yeah. real... So... Oh, yeah, funny. No, I was just going to say... My phone's freaking out one, one minute. Um, it just started shaking, and I don't know why. So I'm, I'm glad I let you off. go first. Yeah, sorry. I just when I said, "Oh, that's because my phone started going off and it wanted to affect the recording." Oh, right. Okay. Um, but right. also, I was also going to say, in in baseball, there's a stat called wins above replacement, 
which is how good a player is compared to a base level like other player. And I feel like sometimes Robinson is a replacement level like writer. It's like, yeah, he's good. He's not going to, you know, he's, win you a couple games. He's usually right on par. Yeah. So. And you get times where he's really not. And yeah. Well, then we have to sit yeah. through Wonder Woman. Well, if Jason, if Jason the brother shows up next issue, uh, or even Jason I'll Todd, allow it. if any I, Jason no, shows I'll up. I'll allow it. I'll allow it if the fireflies attack him. <laughs> no. Burn them. If, sure. If it is Jason, other than Jason Blood shows up, and then we get Etrigan and Batman together, that could be cool. I'll be down for that. But, but I don't think so because at the end of this issue, we get Cobra. Yeah, and that's who's behind all this. Yeah, the, whoever so... whoever the uh, the guy that got murdered was, he seems to be involved with Cobra, and they're ready to rise. Yeah. And it's a very gruesome scene, actually. You see them on the, they're in this like penthouse with a swimming pool, and behind them there's like these bodies, like basically nailed to the wall. These corpses just hanging mm-hmm. there, bloody. Uh, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. Cobra's cool. Cobra, aka not Hydra. Right? That's how I've always felt about Cobra. <laughs> like, yes. can't argue with that. Yeah. As you, as you do. So, There's even a scene this where Batman yeah. saves a little dog. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. You know, it's again, it's a very replacement level. It's it was enjoyable, and I like when Batman can just have a detective story from time to time. Yeah. And when so this one doesn't seem like it's too elaborate either, because sometimes uh, Robinson when he's writing Batman can try to get a little too twisty and turny, and this seems like it's just the right amount. I, I think it's, he knows he's got one arc. Let's just get yeah. in, get out, just tell a, a basic story. Nothing nothing overcomplicated. Yeah. yeah. What he doesn't want is people going, oh no, Robinson's on this book. Just kind of like we were doing Lobdell a minute ago, when Nate went, like, oh no, yeah. Lobdell's on it, burn it. <laughs> burn it to the yeah. ground. Yeah. De- definitely not feeling that. No, no. Yeah. Uh, so No, this is right. We should rate it. What, what are you giving yeah. it, Matt? That's a solid seven. The art, the art really kicks it up. Yeah, what we got, Connor? Uh, it's funny, I would have agreed with that if the art wasn't so fantastic that it pushes it up to an 8. Oh, oh dear. Eight. Uh, just just the art alone is gorgeous. Um, no, I'm going to go with the 7. I'm going to agree with Matt on this. Um, I think the voice being a little off is a bit weird, but I think it was a solidly enjoyable book. Um, I'm actually... I wouldn't say I'm excited for the next issue, but I'm like, oh, I, I'm not going to be like miserable that I have to read it. It's not going to be like, oh, it's all yeah. that this week. Yeah, I, I put this yeah. off a while because I was like, okay, this this could be rough. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. But now, next 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 time, it's like, yeah, sure, I'll you know, be right in the middle of the pack. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, it's so... not going to be near the top because you know. Busy week. It's Doomsday Clock, Heroes in Crisis, and Justice League Odyssey week. Yes, there's a lot of things right. happening. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll mm. we'll move on to Superman issue three. Uh, obviously, Brian Michael Bendis writing with Ivan Reese on the art. Matt's still fighting with his phone. Uh, so yeah, this was continuing the the chaos because Earth's in the Phantom Zone and Star Labs may be responsible for it. Because uh, we actually start with a really funny scene where Livewire shows up. Because she wants to steal their stuff and, like, you know, use their expertise. And they're basically ignoring her because they're too busy with the fact that there's a crisis going on. I was like, this is not a good time, live. Yeah. Go away, come back and rob us later. Yeah. That's, that's basically yeah. the Well, and I it. like that the idea that it might be Star Labs. It's not some supervillain plot to plunge Earth into the Phantom Zone. Yeah, it, it, certainly, it certainly doesn't seem to be anyone in the Phantom Zone. They all seem to be just as shocked by the fact that Earth yeah. is now in here. Um, which is part of the subplot is that they try and take down Rogel Czar and Rogel Czar 
beats them back, and then by the end of the issue, convinces them to follow him. Uh, to be his lead, to be, let right. him be the leader. So we actually end the we end the issue with Rogozar, a double page spread of Rogozar leading an army of Phantom Zone convicts towards Earth. And and it's not just any Phantom Zone convict he runs into. Yeah, Jack it's Sir. Jack Sword, yeah. uh, who in many continuities he's the first person sentenced to the Phantom Zone for destroying Krypton's moon with his his mad science which is referenced here as well which is cool um i do yeah. wonder though because we know he hates kryptonians like is he going to double uh, turn turn around and kill him or something at some point and yeah well enemy of it my enemy is my friend he's useful right now yeah so but i'm expecting a yeah. double cross from czar just because yeah okay he's, he's useful right yeah. now but right later well that, that would cement him as a as a super big bad if he takes out jacks or you know just because he's kryptonian yeah yeah you know um, there's a lot of fun scenes because there's a lot of the Justice League running around still trying to solve problems. There's a great, there's a great page of a plane uh-huh. coming down, Superman catching it. Batman and Flash and some of the other heroes are getting sick. Uh, everyone's getting sick because they're in the Phantom Zone and the clash of atmospheres is uh, is basically messing with them all. Poisoning. Uh, there's a great joke where someone says hey if we're in here if the earth's in the phantom zone then what 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 about where earth was and it cuts to a page of adam strange just showing up being like all right guys this isn't funny yeah where's earth guys (laughs) it's adam strange you know from ran yeah like it was kind of sad but also hilarious it was glorious. I, I love how like effortlessly he's he's kind of incorporating the whole DCU. Uh, speaking of funny pages, there's yeah. a, a page where there's all this looting going on, all these random people just stealing yeah. stuff, and Superman just lands in the middle of the street and says, "Put it down, cut it out now," and flies off, and then everyone just starts taking everything back once once he leaves. But what sells that joke is the guy goes, "See, told you he'd find out." <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. that was my moment of the book where I laughed like. It was so good. Just Superman coming down, knock it off, and then flying back away. Uh, and Jimmy's there taking pictures, which I love. Yeah. Uh, so like I say, he's incorporating the whole DCU. We've got both the Atoms, we've got Mr. Terrific, and we've got Will Magnus all trying to figure out and help, you know, <laughs> find a way out of the Phantom yeah. Zone. Will Magnus, I'm more of a robotics guy. Yeah. <laughs> says out to not save the Earth. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. It's really, you know, DC mad science stuff, and you have Superman trying to solve us all and coming to terms with like this you know this might be star lab's fault for messing with something that they shouldn't have because he's made it easy i almost feel like superman's taking credit because he's made it easy for them to toy with alien technology by allowing them access to it you know yeah yeah and so, it's, it's that point in the book where he, he just he feels it he feels that czar's coming so he flies out into space and there he is with his army um yeah. Now, this was, this was another glorious issue. This was... Uh, the art's great, of course, again. Uh, it's full of those big moments. It's funny. T- as typical with Ben, this, he's, he's really good at pacing out the story where when you actually stop and look at it after you've read it, you go, you know, the actual advancement in that issue wasn't that much. <laughs> Not really. We see that everyone's trying to deal with no. the crisis. Uh, we get uh, some implications to who might be responsible and it sets up Czar building his army on, on Phantom Zone. But that's pretty much it. And Yeah, it takes a break from the main plot to focus on characters, mm. which I think Bendis handles really well. Which, because, yeah, I like that a lot. I like that it takes the time yeah. to focus on the characters. Yeah, because it raises the stakes without having to overdo everything. Like, we know, like, even even if we didn't get Zar's army at the end, like, we know the stakes now because everybody on Earth is getting poisoned yeah. by this. Like, even Martian Manhunter is being affected by it, you know? So, but yeah, no, it, 
again, Dennis is killing it on Superman. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, yeah. Also, see, seeing Superman call Batman for help and Batman just like sitting next to the toilet, thrown up. He's like, no, not now, Clark. Yep. No. <laughs> yeah, because he's still only human. It's not you know, happening. He has physical, you know, limits. Yeah, no. Good. Uh, yeah. So no, I was, it was a really good issue. Um, quick, quick discussion. In this one, I don't think it introduced like a ton of elements. No. Uh, outside, you know, compared to the last couple, but. Um, that don't take that as a, a as a criticism in any way, because uh, it was a blasted reading full of big uh, heroic moments. And Superman doubting himself mm-hmm. that maybe he's somehow responsible, and Star Labs maybe being responsible is a, an interesting yeah. twist into the story. Uh, I'm really curious to see what the actual effect was, because we think it's Star Labs now, but I feel like by the end yeah. of the story, we're probably going to get a different culprit. Some something else will have caused yeah. this. I don't mm-hmm. know what, but uh, yeah. uh, no. So it's cool. Uh, so what are you giving it? What are you giving Superman? Oh, this was a nine. I the art, the story, everything. Yeah. Um, it's a middle chapter, so I'm I'm going to be a little lower and say it's a, it's a solid eight. Solid eight. Mm-hmm. Sure. There you go. Superman. Superman. Uh, that was out of the Flash number fifty-four. Joshua Williamson writing, Christian Deuce on art. Uh, we left off last time with the uh, Flash hulking out with the, the strength force, and of course Trickster's also hulked out. And Commander Cold's willing to shoot both of them with his ice gun, uh, so that's kind of the big this fight. Guy. Yeah, that's that's what we're dealing with with the first half of the issue is this big fight and Barry learning to control the, the basically realizing that you know when I got my speed force powers, like I thought it was all just about running fast, but then I learned there was more elements to it. There was you know there was there was phasing, there was controlling it, there was all these things. Right. So he learns that he can actually if if he calms down and and focuses, he can actually control the gravity field around him and. He yeah, ends up abusing this. Ultimately, though, basically what he does is he just he he, he goes at Trickster so hard that they both burn themselves out of the, the strength force because they right. they they've got a finite amount of it, uh, and they just you know end it. And then Trickster yeah. looks like he's maybe dead, but then shock twist, the original twist, the Twixter, the original Trickster, Twixter, <laughs> original Trickster. He's a candy bar superhero. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm picturing it now. Yeah. I think that'd work. The golden red color scheme. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Did, didn't didn't we used to have uh, Twix adverts in the middle of the DC books? I think so. Sounds like a thing. I don't think we ever had the Twixter. <laughs> I feel like they missed a beat there. Yeah. Either I that, or it's Just a movie on. called Twixter where it's a tornado, but with like lots of Twixies. I'd watch it. You know, I'm not mad at that either. <laughs> Matt will go in head first. He's like, yes, take me to Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> you know like that scene in Twister where they just latch themselves down to a pipe yeah. and let the tornado go that's me and I'm just snatching Twixes uh. these Twixes in, in this hypothetical Twister yes. yeah. are they unwrapped already can I just like bite out yes. and get a bite of Twix okay then I'm in Okay. yes they are, they are unwrapped yeah. and what, 1 in 10 is the peanut butter Twix to make it a bit of variety I'm swatting those down because I don't like those Oh no, I love them. Great. Uh, uh, I like I like I like peanut butter cups and Reese's pieces, but keep that out of my Twix. They're okay, like the but can't be a cookie chocolate Twix. caramel. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest mistake with the peanut butter Twix is that it's it's the it's the biscuit and the 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 peanut butter. I wanted yeah. the caramel and the peanut butter mixed together. <laughs> That's what I wanted. That's what I was there for. Discussion. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Shout your shout, Twix. Anyway, uh, so Flash, Flash, hulking out and stuffs and original tricksters showing up at the end, which is which is fun, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's yeah, ended the mini arc. Him. Yeah, we haven't seen him since even before the New Fifty Two, right? Oh yeah, it's just been Axel. I can't remember the last so, time I saw him before. I I don't remember seeing him in the New Fifty Two. Yeah, I uh, don't either. So this is this is a nice spin on things. Um. And he lost his cool concrete arm because you see Flash pull that out of the wreckage. Yeah, because it was Axel in the because in, in the John's Wally run, right? It was Axel the whole time in that as well, yeah. was it not? Yeah. It was Axel, yeah, because James Jesse was a FBI agent. He turned, he broke good. Aha. Um, That's right. He's the one that instigates the Rogue War. I just read this last month. That's so why you remember this, and I don't. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, but yeah, yeah, John's had created Axel so he could do the stuff with with James Jesse. Uh, and stuff, but uh, here I like that twist. Um, I, I'm not still sure about the forces. I still feel they're a little bit too because this starts with Williamson and Barry's voice talking about all the weird stuff that's happened to him as Flash, like he's been turned into a living puppet, hmm. or his brain got so big, and it, it really is about all those Silver Agey things. And I feel these hunt for these different forces is also very Silver Agey to where yeah. it's kind of. He wants us to it. take it serious, but it's inherently goofy. Yeah, it's kind of a bit hokey, isn't it? And it's maybe yeah. taking itself a little too seriously for the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, but... we're going to go on a force quest. Yeah. I don't know if that's force. a good or a bad thing. No. I mean... Well, we shall see. We'll shall... I, I, I have no idea what's going to be in that that force quest. Um uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of digging it. No, I don't think this is this this arc has been as anywhere near as good as Flash War or uh, Perfect Storm, which came right before that. Those those two arcs right. back to back are definitely the pinnacle of the, the run so far. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. I I don't like. I'm reading this. I'm kind of enjoying it, and I'm having some fun with the various elements. Iris keeping the fact that you know she remembers being married is a yep. fun little uh, dramatic point. To and make and Barry own. knows she's keeping something, which is a yeah, nice twist he knows because because yeah. that was traditional the other way around. Uh, so it's nice for him to feel that for a change uh, mm-hmm. and I actually really like that panel at the bottom of that page when he walks away and there's just flames like his shadow is, is just flames it's, it's the best panel in the book absolutely uh, far and away yeah it's good stuff but because I think the, the art is in this issue is, is most, it's, it's fine right it's pretty yeah. good but I don't think it's anything stand out no the, the you know I forget what artist you're talking about that draws the, the the ear wings weird yeah, I feel this artist does that too with these. It was kind of driving me. Like I understood it when it was the hulked out, you know, strength force flash. Mm. But when he shrank down and it didn't, you know, yeah, they looked like they were just too, added. They're too long and they curve yeah. in a really weird way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm. uh, but his hulked out, you know, uh, creatures, I guess, uh, of trickster and, and flash oh, looked good. good. And I like the the not fight scene between them. Yeah, I thought I thought kind of fight, but then. Go ahead, Pete. I thought Wolf looked good as well, just on his art. Yeah. Very expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I like the way that the, the climax happened where Axel sacrifices himself to save the other rogues. Because, you know, he's always been the rogue's little brother. They always pick on him. Um, yeah. He's never been like, yeah, he's a rogue, but he's still the least, you know, the least uh, experienced. I'm trying to think of things. Like, he's the freshman, and they're all the seniors. And he's just always kind of tagging along. But here he was willing to sacrifice himself. And as far as everyone else knows, he died saving them. So, you know, and, and we all know that the rogues have their own sense of honor. So uh, that was a good, that was a good beat for his character. That's a very good mm-hmm. point. Cause he, yeah. he, 
him, him doing that, there was like a sense of honour in what he was doing there, which, you know, up until that point, like, Trickster, through this arc, has been kind of this whiny little kid who's just like, ah, I've got yeah. this strength, aha, oh no, no, I'm dying, Flash, help me. This was like a yeah. sign of agency where he's like, no, 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 I don't want to let my fellow rogues die. And, you know, he's, he, that's, that was nice. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. That was a good beat for him. <laughs> I feel like the rogues are kind of like juggalos where they do some pretty awful shit, but at the end of the day, they have each other's backs no matter what. Because mm-hmm. they're a family. Uh, so that's what this reminded me of. Just minus the face paint, of course. Yes. Uh, no, I, I, as far as the Force Quest goes, I'm just I'm curious to see w- what it does. But I, I think even if you're not loving this arc as much as the last couple, I think because we saw it go through so many arcs up until those like two fantastic mm-hmm. ones, I, I'm confident whatever this is ultimately building to is going to be worth the, build, the payoff. Yeah. I don't think this is you know bad by any means. It just feels okay. This is the standard, right? Yeah, yeah quite, sure. And if this is the standard, yeah. Oh, because right. we we've had far worse arcs in this. I mean, it's still the the shade stuff. Oh sure. Still still sticks out, but it's just like I said. It's it's Williamson's trying to make the cell rage stuff very sincere, and I appreciate him doing that. But it just some things you just can't make sincere and sincere, and I feel like these different forces because i didn't realize like the speed force wasn't a thing until wade like that was all the whole idea of the speed force came out of mark wade oh yeah no, no, that, yeah that wasn't there in the silver age right? like that that was a, a later no thing. yeah uh he just ran fast for whatever reason and, and <laughs> i had forgotten all this you know for so whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, maybe i read too many comic books and like stuff files itself away so far back but um but yeah, so we know there's the Sage Force. Is there any other ones? Uh, Is it just those two? The Strength and the Sage? Because that's what we saw yeah. Zoom. Still. Still Force. And the still. Right. But that one's been activated so far. So I'm wondering if he has anything else up his. For, for, for all we know right now, there's four. There's, there's Speed, Strength, Still, right. and Sage. All begin yes. with this. So. Right. We we have we have those. Um. So we'll see what it does. But we know we're getting the the, the sage next. So we'll see we'll see how that affects right. Flash. I I did like the element of having like another thing that goes along with the strength though the, the gravitational pull and the the weight element to it. I like that because it was kind of like, because the speed force has those other quirks to it as well. It's not just running yeah. fast. There's the there's the lightning. There's mm-hmm. the, the the things you can do with the speed. There's all these other little things. So you I still yeah you can steal speed like he yeah. was stealing gravity. From from yeah. and he yeah. made axle float, which is pretty cool. I, it makes me intrigued as to okay, what are the other things gonna have on the side? Because yeah. they're all gonna have something clearly. Well, I'm sure Sage Force is gonna have traditional telepathic, telekinetic mm. kind Probably. of stuff with it. Uh, so I'm thinking like a Jean Grey type, you know, can kind of do all these things. Yeah. Oh, Flash Phoenix Force, come on, we're getting it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's where I feel this is building to. I feel like if someone can harness all of these different. They are the DC's version of the Phoenix, you know. And then that's what brings Jay Garrett back. Just or over. see, I was thinking with the Sage Force, it's how we get Max Mercury. Oh, yeah. You know, because he was the Zen Master of the Speed Force. Uh, don't get me wrong. So. I wouldn't. I would count on Jay being back in issue one hundred. I'm not. I wouldn't say it before then. Yeah. I think it'll be. Oh yeah. Because we're we're getting that JSA stuff in Doomsday Clock this month, yeah. right? That's the the lantern. So yeah, sure. Seven. I, the reason why I say that though is because I know that because he's got such a, a a long run planned. I feel, and we got like the big moments in fifteen twenty five. I feel like there'll be a big thing in a hundred, and I feel like if Jay's not I, back I by agree. then, 
That'll be a hundred. I think it depends on on where it falls with Doomsday Clock and the and the JSA stuff. Doomsday, yeah. oh, sure, but uh, I mean, yeah, Jay could come back, but Barry might not know. It's kind of like Impulse. We got that little tease. Yeah, and yeah, neither flashes know that he's running around right now. So like, I could see a tease in seventy five of the helmet and stuff again, or something like mm. a different time, and you see him running around World War Two stuff. You know, and then him fully come back within a hundred, like Pete's saying. Actually, I mean, I, that's, so. that's almost like a bad joke because of what's going on in Batman. But I do actually think you could almost have Barry and Iris getting married in a hundred, given what they're doing right now, and that they're sort of remembering their their old life. And yeah. I, I could see them making that choice at some point, and that could be a an issue one hundred thing. I agree. I think, I think where where they're already at in that story, a hundred might be too dragged out for it. You think? I think you can see that more in seventy five. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But I think I think it'll happen. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. And at a prominent number, no less. But anyways, what were you giving? A, I'm worried about Wally in Heroes in Crisis. Oh, the closer the, this gets, the more worried about Wally I am. Don't start me, Matt. Don't start me. I mean, uh, he's no Kyle Rayner, who has the the easiest odds of who's ended up dead. Oh no 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 no! Kaylin Wally must. We've got lanterns to spare, and Kyle is the first on the chop. Yeah. Oh god, no guy. Get rid of guy. No. No. Who's gonna cry about Kyle? To everyone else. No, Kyle. Kyle must remain alive, as as must Wally, obviously. Guy's the type that hears about sanctuaries. Like, I don't need that hippie bullshit. Like, he'll just deal with his stuff, punching out people in a bar. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't understand you two at times. Anyway, rate the book. Flash number fifty-four. Matt. Connor, you go first. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. Yes, Matt. You got called upon. All right. So this is an eight. Connor. Yeah, that's pretty solid. It's seven. Uh, yeah, I'll say seven as well. I, I think it was a, a seven. There was a, a weaker issue of the Flash, but when your weaker issues are seven, you're doing pretty well, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, so, so cool. Uh, that'll take us on to Catwoman number three, Joel Jones, uh, rating and on most of the art, although there's a flashback sequence by, uh, I think it's uh, Fernando which, Blanco, I think. Which I like when they do that. I like when it's a mm. different story within the story. So, you know, if an art thing needed to happen. Yeah, well, it was, it was a neat yeah. way. I mean, this say it was kind of intentional. Where okay, like I'm going to fall behind every couple of issues, so I'll make sure there's a flashback or yeah. something that can be given to another yeah. artist, <laughs> so it doesn't feel weird. Yeah, it's not just like where we get random pages by a different artist. Like there's a yeah. purpose. This looks different. So, yeah, but I will say that the the more that Joelle Jones writes and draws this, I think the better the art looks. Because I think she's hitting her groove now. Because mm. her pages in this, I thought looked really good. And it's not like there's a whole lot of action either. Yeah. So we, we start the issue where we left because last time we ended with her going to this. It ended up being with uh, the Creole son, oh. right? Uh, yeah. And he he's basically there to say, "Hey, our family owns this town. Nothing happens here without our say so. And we're okay with you being here, but you're going to have to agree to some rules." And Selena, being Selena, is like, "I'm just here for some personal stuff. I'm not sticking around. Like, yeah, I'm not following your rules." Uh, so she well, has also to like, oh, you want me to follow the rules? Uh-huh. I'm not following your rules. Yes. <laughs> so she she has a hasty exit, although she gets mad because her smoke pellets don't work. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't go off. They just kind of fizzle yep. out. And she's like, damn it. <laughs> Shoddy uh, smoke bobs. Run away. 
Yeah. This is the thing. You love him with Batman. All those smoke bombs are going off. They they are primed and ready. They are the quality smoke. Well, bombs. That's, that, that's Fox Tech though. Yeah. That's a different breed. That's his black you know, market whether crap. Whether it was Luke Fox or his dad. <laughs> yeah. So so she does that, and she. Do you know what I really liked about this? Is she gets kind of hurt as she gets like thrown out the window, and then later on when she's like, I'm no, I'm suiting up and going outside, and we see she's in the bath, and she's kind of like bruised and cut all over. I like that when she goes back out in her suit and she's like, you know, going along the skyline and she's like jumping yeah. across the, the rooftops. She actually, at one point, she stops and goes, ah, like she's actually in pain. She's struggling to do her catwoman inning, yeah. catwoman inning. Um, yeah. And I, I like that. I, I like that she's she's being human right now. And uh, that was a nice touch. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, and then her sister's and then we there. Get the, the old woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we end up seeing her, her sister that's in a asylum. Yeah, and, and a wheelchair so. at the end of the issue. So. We're doing some yeah. personal stuff, and we have not seen her sister in a long time. I think since the Brubaker stuff that made her go insane because of Black Mask. Was she not in a like, Gotham City Sirens? I would say, or was that the same time or before? I don't, I, I don't remember. No, the Brubaker stuff was mid two thousands. Right, okay, Gotham City Sirens was later, but or it might have been even earlier two thousands. But that's the last time I remember hearing about her sister. So, um. So I don't know. So if anybody knows, set us up. Yeah, it's been, uh, been a long when, time anyway. Uh, so it's, it's nice. I don't even remember her sister's name. I, I, what I like about it is that it means that Jones has plans beyond just... I mean, even though I really like that Selena's feeling the effect of the wedding stuff, because I like yeah. that it's impacting both her and Bruce in different books, but I like that there's something yeah. more specific to Selena planned for the book. And yeah, that, that's and it's very nice. much more standalone. It's not, it's not really tied to Batman outside of it being Catwoman. Like, this is mm. Selena's book. This is her story. So, uh, and it would make sense that she has some, some residual effects from the wedding, but it, that's not what this is only about. Yeah. Although I feel like maybe the reason why she, she felt the need to come and see her sister is probably as a result of that. I can see that being part yeah. of the motivation and that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, definitely. The flashback we get is actually the, uh, you know, the, the Creel woman. Origin. I can't remember. What was her first name? Yep. I can't remember. I just call her the old lady. Yeah, the old lady. Uh, so her husband, who's dropping out of the 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 senator or the the mayor race or whatever the, whatever position he's going for, he's dropped Governor, out. I think. Yeah, he's dropped out because he has got cancer, and he asks her to tell tell him about her first husband. And what she tells him doesn't quite line up with the art that we see. We we see the story of her nope. murdering her husband uh, when she says, "Oh, he committed suicide," and she got his money and. Uh, is really quite dark and not, sinister. Not just murder, but completely take out his whole family till that she's all that he has oh, left, sure. and then finally yeah, takes him out. They're doing that Sixth Sense thing where they, 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 you think the mom's poisoning all the kids, but it's secretly, secretly her. Yep. We know it's secretly her. Uh, right. And then she eventually kills him. And basically she's like you know i i I, you know i pulled strings behind your back i did i did all these uh criminal uh, activities to make sure your your campaign went well things you never knew about so you get the impression that he didn't know about all the the crime side of of the family and what they're doing and she's like well now what you good for and she takes out a syringe and goes to kill him so uh governor candidate creel ain't looking so hot after this issue uh no not 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 too much and we'll We'll see her spin it to where she gets to run. I think and so. I think she's like, going to go. Yep. I like that Selena has a proper villain here. That it complements her very well. Because <laughs> mm. this could have easily been Selena in a different, you know, timeline. Her doing stuff like this. Because we saw that in uh, in in King's 
whole sideways universe with Booster. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was, that, was a bit, that was a bit more rabid, I think, whereas this is a more calculated, kinda yeah. vindictive thing. And yeah, yeah. I think what I do like, though, is that it isn't just evil Selena. It's not just, like, the evil version of Catwoman. It's not reverse Catwoman. It's... Um, Someone who has a very malicious and different uh, style. And I think there's an idea that she married into money because Selena almost married into money. So there's some parallels to make right. there and how, how different she is mm-hmm. because of, you know, how she treats it. So uh, yeah, that's right. interesting. I still don't get what the Creels are doing dressing all those girls up like Catwoman. I'm still not 100% uh, what that actual plan was. Basically, to draw her out, but that seems like a lot of work. Well, that's basically what he says at the start. She, she just says to him... Uh, you, you got my attention with all this the stupid Catwoman outfits, and he's like, "Yeah, I meant that was my idea." And that that's that sounds like the end of it. It doesn't sound like something we're going to be coming back to. Yeah. Um, no, but it seemed like at the beginning that was going to be like the these whole imposters are you know, so that that was a weird story choice I think, like because it was a big red herring. Yeah, it was a red herring. So, that's the way it put it. Um, yeah. yeah. No, the issue was the issue was pretty good. It, it flowed quite. It's probably, it's probably the, uh, the the best flowing issue of the three, I think, so far. Yeah. Um, I'd say that much. Yeah. But yeah, her it also, heart is definitely picked up in the first issue. It seemed like the corrupt cop was actually wanting to help her because he tried to whisper to her yeah. during the fight, "Hey, I can help you," yeah. and she doesn't listen to him and hits him anyway. Uh, but I think that'll be something we come back to that he's uh actually trying to change allegiances or play both sides or whatever he's doing. Yeah. So, mm. uh, worth worth noting out. Uh, as you say, Joel Jones's art's uh, pretty damn good uh, at the at, at the yep. best of times. So, like you said, that that expression of her wincing as she because she she fell out of that roof, mm. like the you know landed on a car and gets up and still walks away, you know. So to see her in all that pain, uh, she nails the expressions. Yeah, so. and uh, the place she's staying, the, the I mean, it's a bit on the nose the metaphor, but you know, referring to her as a stray yeah. and the guy shouldn't get attached and want to take care of her. Um, yeah, yeah so it's a bit on the nose because she's cat women, you know, cats, but still, yeah. it, it works. It works. It fits. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what are you giving it? What are you giving it? What are you rating it? Oh, uh, this was an eight, I thought. I like the backstory of, of the governor's wife mm-hmm. and how dark and twisted that was. Uh, and I like, you know, the art and all the stuff with Selena in this one. That was really, really good. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll. Seven point five for me, I think. Uh, I don't think I go quite as high as the eight, but uh, I, I think it's on an, an upwards trend, which is nice. Um, so yeah. that's cool. Um, and Connor, Connor just forgot to read this. It's not that he didn't want to, just for the record. Yeah, I mean, it does say a little bit though, because you know, I, I like the last two issues well enough. Yeah. But it says a lot about my priorities with the book that I didn't even register that I hadn't read it now, until like five minutes before we started. I do show. want to point out that this was originally solicited for last week and at least Comixology, if you go to the new books released from DC this week, it's not in the list because they've still got it marked as last week. So... Wow. Oh, Matt, your mic's gone. Oh. Uh, but... So I don't, I don't know if like some like whatever list you were looking at just excluded it and maybe that's why you kind of missed it. But maybe I missed it. Yeah, I, I was I just you you were going through the list of books that we we cover in the, in the show. You know yeah. that we every week before the show we do that, and then I just went shit. No, I just didn't read it. Just, just didn't even notice. All right, that'll take us on to Plastic Man number four. Gil Simone writing Adri- Adriana Milo on the art. So this is issue four of the six issue mini. Um, and this was me and Connor read this, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just double check. Double check. Uh, so 
so more, a lot more of the same stuff. He's, he's working with a kid, uh, Pedo. Is that, the, is that the right name, Pedo? I think it was Pedo. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's, he's determined to get him clothes and stuff like that. And he ends up calling Obscura as if it's an emergency. He's like, hey, come down here right now, it's an emergency. And she comes rushing down. And he's like, hey, do you like this, this dress or that dress? And kind of going back to the idea well, that one's like a cowboy outfit i think and one's one a sailor, a sailor yeah outfit. and then he, he like he's kind of ignoring the fact that the kid clearly wants to be or at least because he acknowledges that he's still finding himself but he clearly wants to be more of more of a male and obscura says what would you want to wear and like, oh boy clothes not stupid ones it's like okay fine N- normal ones. <laughs> yeah this is all because he's uh you know plasma's like hey shouldn't you be in school it's like <laughs> okay you need clothes for school also, at one point, he says, uh, what are you anyway, five? And he's like, I'm 11. Ah, I can't tell. Kids all at the same. I, I, I just want to say, this is one of the only comics in a long time to make me just burst out laughing. Uh-huh. I was reading this in bed, and, and my girlfriend was asleep, and I just <laughs> burst out laughing at a page, and I was like, shit, quiet. As you it did. was uh, that bit there where the kid says, you know, but, you know, Boy clothes, but normal ones. She sent him. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, go go fill a cart of you know whatever you want. The kid runs off shouting wang, <laughs> and then and then plastic going. Wait, you can just talk to them like they're a tiny human being. <laughs> and the art in all of them of him just going, what is going on? Is fantastic. So the, the kid running off and yelling wang made me laugh because I have zero context for it. <laughs> So I just that's, see that's a kid it. running down an alley going, Wang! That's, that's like, pretty much it. Arms up, yeah. going, Wang! Oh, that's, that's his thing, though. He likes the, he likes the word Wang. Uh, there's like a montage of him trying to be a hero, so he's like doing little petty crimes and stuff and like stopping pit pockets and, and all sorts of things. Uh, there's also the, the villain who, remember last issue, he intentionally tried to recreate the experiment that created Plastic Man with his girlfriend by shooting her next to a tank full of the chemicals. And we see that oh, he's geez. the results a bit different. She's got like all this rocky skin, so he's getting her ointment because she feels dry and itchy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. man, you're awful. <laughs> but it's it's very over the top and silly, pulpy. Uh, and that's kind of what I love about this book: the sense of humor, the pulpiness, the art's really expressive, uh, and all that's still true in this issue. Um, I like how the two strippers go to uh, investigate the the murder, and they go to this professor they know. And like, hey, can we speak to you, Professor? He's like, oh, do I know you two ladies? And like, oh, you probably don't recognize without the mask. And one of them puts on a Batman mask and one puts on a hot girl mask. And like, yeah, we, we wear these masks and we give you lap dances. The bit that made me laugh, though, is if you help us with this uh, this, this thing, this bit of evidence, the next lap dance in Infinite... infinite no, the next crisis, crisis on infinite, infinite laps is on the house. <laughs> crisis on Infinite Laps. Good Lord. Joe yeah, Simone. Joe's funny yeah. about this is that I want this strip place to exist, and I want to visit it. Not, not big for the, the the strippers, just for the pun. I want to see what they call everything. I want the menu. I, I want to see what the drinks are called. I want. <laughs> speaking speaking of, shout out for the cover where he's he's in yeah. the in the in the strip club, and it's uh one of them dressed as Supergirl saying, "Are, are you ready for another green lantini?" <laughs> I thought yes. So Simone's Simone's done a club like this in Secret Six, where they had people dressed up as different superheroes that you could go watch because they took Scandal Savage there to try to get over Knockout. And she ended up falling in love with a girl that looked just like Knockout 
which led to some stuff. I don't know if you guys had read Secret Six, um, but that was all during Simone's run too. I have not. Although further so, off, Secret Six do have a cameo place. on in this book. In this do issue. they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, three of them, not all six, but sense. three of them do. Yeah, but still. Um, I also, actually something that dawned on me. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, in that bit where they where they pull out the masks, mm-hmm. the uh, the hot girl mask it really looks like Wolverine. <laughs> Seriously, look at it in that page. It's like they look like I'm a, a Wolverine mask. I'm going back. I'm the yellow and the black and the point. It it just does. I don't. Know. I'm swiping back. It's actually further back than I thought here. Oh, I'm not actually. Yeah, I, I think it's later than I thought actually. I assumed I was past that. I am not. Uh, I, I wanted to mention briefly the uh, when he grabs Obscure and does some tango, and it almost feels like she's starting to flirt with him a little bit. Like she's kind of into it, and she's like, "This is being silly." There's a little heart above her head after the tango moment, and it's kind of like, "Oh, yeah. she's kind of getting into it." Unfortunately, though, the big twist later on is that she faked like the stuff from last issue or the, the or the second issue where all the kidnapping happened because he finds the voice changer. On her, on her persons, and it was her voice that was talking to him uh, during the whole kidnap scene. And basically, she was trying to like fake it to c- convince him that, hey, this cabal is real. But now he doesn't believe her. But of course, the end of the issue reveals the cabal does exist, and it's like a team of supervillains. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. We got Doctor Psycho. We got uh, uh, Amazo, I think, is there, and then yeah, um, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange is there. Good stuff. Uh, by the way, when he's fighting the Secret Six uh, trio, I love that one of them's Plastic Man's got like a, a sharp teeth. I don't even know what he's supposed to be beyond just a big cartoony monster. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good it stuff. Is. Man, uh, this book's so much fun. It's, it's really fun. It's really good. Um, it's, it's, it's a blast. Um, I was laughing a lot during this week. Um, the relationship with the kids really good. Obscure has actually turned into kind of a sweet relationship. Uh, which is funny because when she first showed up, I didn't really care about her. But but this issue, it's like, ah, yeah. oh, kind of, she's kind of likable. It's kind of kind of tragic at the end, right? Yeah, because he doesn't believe her anymore. So, and but the end, he should forgive her because he's a bit of a loser and he should understand that people can be yeah. losers and get better because he's plastic man. That's kind of his whole thing. So yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, uh, that was good. Did, did did you find the page with the masks? I didn't. I'll look for it now. Since, since you're so determined. Since you're so determined. You, 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 you should be able to swipe and talk at the same time. I didn't swipe and talk, but I, I swiped almost through the whole thing in both directions. I must have just it's missed... The... Right in the middle. If, if that helps. Just before the middle of the book. It probably, it probably... I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hot dogs, ice cream. Oh, here we go. Uh, when she pulls it out. Uh, okay, it's kind of Wolverine on its own. Yeah, w- without the rest of it, just that there, the yellow and the black and the shape, it kind of reminds me of Wolverine. It's too wide, of course, because it's you know it's like the hockey ears rolling. The... It is, yeah. But yeah, I-, I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying. But no, no, I'd, I'd never great. had that connection before until until this panel. Uh, uh, if we're getting to ratings here, I'm, I'm solid eight point five for me. Really like this. Uh, I'm, I'm going in with a nine. Oh, there I love you go. This. Wow. There you go. Plastic man is pleasing, pleasing the peoples. Um, all right. So we will move on then to Supergirl, uh, issue 22, Mark and Draco on the art, or sorry, writing rather, and Kevin Maguire on the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Matt loved the last issue. That's the first part of this show. Yep. Uh, and this was Supergirl going to uh, Mogo to look into the redacted Green Lantern files and 
the axe that she got from Rogel Czar actually blows up the ship before they get there. Uh, they're very close by, admittedly. They're, they're close enough that uh, John and Kyle yeah. come out and kind of retrieve her and say, hey, what's up, Supergirl? Why are you here? And why did you blow up your yeah. ship? That was a bit crazy. Uh, I love this as well, Matt. That's been another great issue. I, I oh, was oh, so super into All the stuff with the crypto. Like, oh, God, yes. I love, yeah, I love what's going on there because the her like having to wake him up as they get closer to Mogo and then worrying about him after the ship blows up. Yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, yeah, he has superpowers, but he's still just a dog. Um, and but also him chasing Badge, so Badge shows up. Yeah, he's, you know the the squirrel looking lantern. That's good. And also, course, the expression on his face when the axe goes supernova, he gives it this sort of like side yeah. eye, like he's like, "What's going on here? Yeah, what's going on here?" My no, favorite part of art, though, my favorite part of art here, though, might be after the ship blows up. And like the axe is floating in space, and Supergirl goes to touch it. She has this really apprehensive, like, kind of mm-hmm. like I'm going to touch it face, yeah. uh, which was really funny. And then she's like, sort of like, like, okay, nothing's happening. Why is nothing happening? Yeah. It's very expressive. Uh, it's a very bright, bold, you know, colorful comic. Um, really digging it. And she actually gets her her, her nighttime outfit in this one. Well, I say get. She, she yeah. has it. It's like a stealth outfit she puts on because she's going to sneak into the, the records. Because she's she's offered full access to the main records, but she wants into the right. secret redacted records. So she has to right. stealth up with the black hood and sneaks in. Uh, it's all yep. good stuff. And she runs into one of the keepers of the halls of the Green Lanterns that kind of recognizes the axe because she also found out, uh, she finds out here that it like shape changes. Yeah. So it becomes more like a, like a, a tomahawk. Yeah, um, it, it, he pushes the button. it shrinks into like yeah, it, it's it's almost like a transformer movie esque like transformation yeah. into this smaller yeah. smaller action. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. I like how silent it goes. See when it turns out of that still section in the, the night time, I like yeah. that it goes completely silent. There's no speech bubbles. None, no sound effects. Just yeah. Yeah, it's just her sneaking around in the in the the silent art. Also, when the Green Lantern shop to fight her in the records room because the axe once again starts going nuts, but it, it's a different kind of nuts. Yeah. It goes big and red and it starts to pulse and. Uh, when the, the the Green Lantern shop to fight her, she just yells out "Crypto," and you just see like Crypto wake up and like speed off out the room. Yeah, uh, this was really good stuff. Um, I I was super into this book. It there's such a fun pulpy pace to that this uh, Supergirl pair of issues so far. Yeah, uh, that's really drawn me in. Uh, and then what she eventually finds, the axe turns super red and it teleports her uh, out of the room, out the the record room. And the Guardian, mm-hmm. who was on the secret uh, society, the, the circle, that New Rogers are, yeah, and the flashbacks that we've been getting in Superman, he he's there and he's like, hey, if you're here and you're seeing this, this is my last testament and here's what's happened. The, 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 this secret circle exists and I have to tell you what happened and who you're going to have to go look for. So she's, she's, she's got into the secret information, she's here. And this 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 guardian clearly feels guilty about what's going on. I think he even says, um, yep. uh, do, 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 "The blood on his hands" or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the first to show the saddles, Cabal, uh, soaked in the blood of the billions. Only struggles are. Yeah. Yep. So- soaked in the blood of billions. That was the phrase I was looking for. Um. So no, I was really into this. I I, I like I like Andrico's voice for Supergirl. Me too. I like it a lot. She feels. She feels like she has some authority, but she's still unsure about herself, mm. you know? So, like, there's this faux confidence to her, but you can tell she's just kind of faking it till she makes it, and I like that. Yeah, and then the relationship with Crypto is really sweet, and 
Mm-hmm. The way the way it's used crypto so far in the story has been very effective, yeah. uh, and again, very like like you say that that moment where he's chasing Badge is a uh, yeah is really good. Because at the end of the day, he's still a dog. Like he's a dog with superpowers, but if he sees a small animal, he's chasing him. My yeah. my dogs live with my cat for years now, and there's still that moment where they'll still try to chase the cat, no matter what. Like so. It's very, very much in the nature, but yeah, um, the art McGuire just it's fantastic. Hmm. So uh, everything you you mentioned the expressions, but just everything here, like the last page with Opsali Opsa, it, it's properly menacing. Oh, you know, like great. something bad's yeah. happened. Now, like I say, the, um, the stealth pages look great because it, it shifts to the dark and the hood, mm-hmm. and you you completely get what's happening. Like I say, the, the super expressive when she's like testing the axe earlier on, mm-hmm. and it's just. It plays with all these moments without dialogue, but then the dialogue is so good as well. It's like she, she really oh. feels like right in character. Um, so, no, I, I am I am like so shocked how good the Supergirl book is so far. Yeah, definitely. I, I just like having a Supergirl book to read, you know, and the fact that it's so good, you know, like it, it and it. I mean, for for it to pick up on all the threads of of man of steel mm-hmm. that we've seen i like that because that means bendis is free to focus on the stuff that he wants to even though he set some of these up by changing the superman mythos a little you know well this is picking up on those threads that we saw they're cl- they're clearly like working together this is clearly something yeah. that is like the superman family of books is clearly working in sync here with mm-hmm. this stuff uh but Draco's done yeah. a really good job and uh, like I, I just I'm glad Supergirl's back and it's this damn good like it really is like yeah. the uh, the character feels right the art's great it's expressive um, it's fun it's pulpy Crypto's got great moments uh, the interactions with all the characters are, are really good it's it's got a sweet it's, it's got a sweetness to it there's a, it's, 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 as much as yeah. Kara can get angry and there's moments in this issue where mm-hmm. she's getting kind of testy with people but she's in her narration she's like oh I'm being a little bit but. Uh, I'm, you know, she's yeah. she's acknowledging to herself that I'm, I'm being testy. Yes, I'm I'm being angry right now. I'm I'm getting I'm letting my emotions get the better of me. Yeah. She's she's and trying. She gets sarcastic. Yeah, but you she's... know, everyone has that in their voice. When someone tells you something, you mm. answer with the sarcastic back in your brain. But she's yeah. she's she's like acknowledging it, and she's trying not to be. So you've got that, mm-hmm. but you have this this inherent sweetness as well to how she interacts with yep. everyone, um, and all of it's working. It's all clicking for me. So. Uh, I had uh, full full points for Supergirl right now. So she she's got into the records. Uh, this this testimony uh will lead her in the next part of her journey. Um, and it's it's exciting. So uh, what are, are you giving it, Matt? What are you giving Supergirl? No, uh, this like Superman is a nine. So super enjoyable. Yeah, I love I, what's going on Superman. I'm going with a nine for this. This 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 uh, like the last issue, I was like, man, this is this this is this is doing mm-hmm. it for me. Uh, so Supergirl is yep. great right now. If 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 you're enjoying Bendis's Man of Steel and you want a Supergirl book, do not pass it up because it is actually yeah really damn good. Uh, so mm-hmm. that'll take us on to Hawkman number four. Robert Vendetti writing, Brian Hitch on the art. You two read this, so by all means. Yep. He's yes, he's too. on Thanagar. He's done that whole you know backtrack to talk to my past self thing that we've seen him do with um, Khufu. Yep. Uh, but now he's doing with Qatar Hole on Thanagar. And that's that's most of the issue. There's only like yeah. one page on Earth and then the T yeah. at the end for the for the next issue. Yeah, so he, he's there and he's remembering this that and, and they bring up Bith, who is, you know, the reason that Qatar Hole and Shaira ended up on Earth. 
traditionally. Um, and I had no idea about the stuff that happened with the dad. Like he ended up because of Beth's uh, shape shifting abilities, he had shape shifted into Katara's dad, and Katara ended up accidentally killing him, thinking that it was Beth. And I, I didn't know any of that, and it adds some some depth to the Katar whole character, why he's so dedicated to justice and being a space cop, you know? Yeah, I, I wasn't familiar with that either. Uh, the thing here is um, Katar thinks that Hawkman is Biff because he yeah. sees him, uh, you know, he sees him pull out his wings, and he's yep. like, hang on a second, you just shape-shifted <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, because his wings don't do that. Right. And also you find out that Katar's dad was the one that created the the, the wing like technology yeah. to have them fly you know and so he he's dropping this knowledge on Qatar saying like yeah but in your private moments you thought about like how come my dad didn't design these better and it's you know that that thing to make you want justice made you become a, a wingman police versus being a scientist like your dad even though you have all these questions you know um yeah. But he, he ends up, they have like this small fight back and forth, and Shayera shows more, up. Some more mace throwing action. Yep. Oh, man, so good. Um, and Shayera shows up, and there's this weird familiarity there. But Katar basically kicks him off of the statue, and there's all this talk about the story of this. Like, he's the hero of heroes on Thanagar. I can't think of his name right now. Kalmaran? Uh, um, yeah, Kalmaran. And is it- there's this big statue to him. He's uh, kind he's, of like the Zeus by the look of it. Yeah, he looks like Zeus or Prometheus or some kind of Greek yeah. deity that's responsible for their culture. And uh, he throws Carter off, uh, but Carter, of course, hangs on, ends up finding a hawk emblem on the bottom side of his finger. Yeah. Uh, you know, almost like mocking, like whoever put this there, whatever future past version put this hit there, Almost mocking Carter for not looking there first. Yeah, because the hint was, you know, um, that that Calmeron will point the way, right? And the statue is literally just pointing, right? So you just look at where it's pointing, right? So after he finds what he's meant to, he activates it with the with the mace and the nth metal, and he ends up coming back to Earth, where you see him in Indonesia, for whatever reason, he's with one of his you know families, yeah, that he's befriended over all these adventures. And they, they start to heal him up, and he pieces together, because he's all beat up from this fight with Qatar, and um, he ends up remembering a part of this prophecy about the blood, you know, or from what, not the prophecy, but what Xanadu told him. Yeah, is that, yeah the blood contains an ocean of existence yep. in a single drop. So, right. you know, cuts his finger, bleeds on the thing, and it activates, and it teleports him, and you got the, the Indonesian dude's like, well, yep. guess one less for dinner. Yeah. And it teleports him to the microverse, and we finally get to see Ray Palmer, yeah. which was so. I, I recently finished John's Hawkman run, mm-hmm. and one of the best parts of that was the relationship between Ray and Carter. It's one of the all-time bromances uh, from comics, like you know, Booster and Ted, or uh, you know, Guy or not Guy, but uh, Hal and Barry, or Hal and Ollie. Like, yeah. So the fact that he's putting you know, Ray here and seeing how this is going to, to factor in if maybe the microverse is the reason for the reincarnations, because Katara seemed to think that Calmeron, uh, is responsible for reincarnations and whatnot. So we'll see how that factors in, but yeah, it was a really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Did I forget anything? So I think that was most of it. 
No, just I, I think uh, just you know, the, the understanding that Carter and Qatar came to. Right. Um, it, it was quite nice to see that reconciliation. Um, it's it's uh, unusual to get that. Yeah, well, especially out of Hawkman, who's this yeah. always, you know, this strong-willed, I'm going to do what I want kind of guy. And yeah. you have, they have, they, both of them can't do that. Um, yeah, the, the only other thing I'd say we missed is the opening, which yeah. is, is labeled as a faraway world. And Qatar oh, mentions right. later he dreams of this. That's and it's right. the, the Deathbringers. And they're yeah. these giant beings who, you know, destroy this, With this wings. planet. Which we, we've these... kind of seen before. Uh, yeah, it's not visions. wings like Hawkman, though. It's more, yeah. imagine like an anime mech uh, yeah. suit, like a Gundam they're suit. Up, yeah, they're up behind them. There's like three pieces. Yeah, yeah. So, it kind of reminds yeah. me of that. Very insect-like, actually, Yeah, in, in the way that they are. No, uh, not um, but yeah, Hitch's art is getting better, I feel, because I it think... has this grittiness to it that fit Hawkworld, I think, better than some of the other places we've seen. Yeah, there's a there's a, a page where you know we're we're flying through the air in Thanagar, you know, in the chase, mm-hmm. and it turns a corner, and as, as we turn the page, you get this double page spread of the city, and yeah. Carter's like, you know, damn, I, f- I forgot how how great this place looked. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's one of the best pa- one of the best mm-hmm. panels I've ever seen from Hitch. Yeah, yep, yeah. I think this fits Hitch's style. Yeah, definitely. more than more than any of the books that we've read so far on the show that Hitch has drawn. So. You know, it was weird that I heard Venditti and Hitch on Hawkman, and now it's turning into one of my favorite books of the month, just because of this, you know, knockout, dragout adventure that it's doing. Yeah, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so uh, what are you rating it? Uh, I'm I'm going to go 8.5. Okay. A lot of fun. Yeah, me too. It's about 8.5. Um, it's one of those ones, much like Superman or Action, I want more right now. Yeah. I wish it was double shipping. Uh, just to see where this goes, but I'm not upset that I have to wait because I this was one of the books that I waited for last, which usually I don't do. Usually Superman's mm-hmm. last, but this week yeah. it was Hawkman. Plus, plus we know Hitch can't sustain double double shipping. That's true. That's so, true. Let's let's keep it going as it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that'll take us on to Titans number twenty-five. Uh, Dan Abnett writing, Brendan Pearson on the art. Uh, this is uh, me and Matt reading this. And it's really yeah. funny this week that it's all these different pairs of us that are reading all these books. It's a really diverse week, I guess, is what I'm saying. It uh, is, in terms yeah. of, in terms of taste. Me. The only one I didn't read was Plastic Man. So. True, true. But hey, even you yeah. didn't read one of them. So, you know. That's uh, true. That's but true. Uh, I actually forgot this was going to be a longer 25 because I, I, I was reading this and yep. I... I got about two thirds through it, and I was like, "Man, this feels like a long—not in a bad way. It's just like this just feels longer. Yeah, it feels long, like a longer issue." And I was like, "Oh, it's issue twenty-five. That's right. Okay, yeah, it's a longer issue." Not like in a way where you're turning pages, like, "Oh, it's gonna be over." It's just like, "Oh yeah, there's more of this." Like, yeah, you, there was just a know? point where I was like, "Wait, I must be over the twenty pages by now. This just feels longer." <laughs> like, where am I? Yeah. Uh, so what I liked about this issue is that it kind of because obviously the first two issues were very similar of this like new it was, it was the same writer but the the, the refreshed run with the yeah. new team right were very similar and that it was okay right there's a one of these crisis things are happening these these uh, breaches yeah. where uh, a person has got meta powers from the the, the source wall breaking and they go out and they deal with it right and then we had the last one was like you know when Raven's like soul self gets taken we get tricked and that's yeah oh so. I wasn't aware that was her soul self that got taken. I thought that was a switch between 
that character in Raven, but now it seems like it was just her soul self. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought that as well when we read it last time, but this clarified that a little bit and said, no, Raven, yeah. Raven, who's here, still Raven, but her soul self is missing. So she's she's lost a lot of her powers because of that. But right. but what I was getting that is that you have th- this issue. It it kind of takes that concept and it kind of shakes it up by saying, okay, three of them are happening at once, so we have to split up. And it sends, you know, there's a there's a category six. So we'll send Beast Boy and Steel and Raven to that as a, as a trio. Um, and then mm-hmm. well, there's a Category 1, so Donna can go deal with that on her own. And then Nightwing and Miss Martian, who are still bickering, will go as a team to the, the Category 3 one that's in somewhere else. Right. But what it did that was smart, I thought, was that it used this to kind of shake up the like what it's going to do from here on out. Because by the end of the issue... Not only are Nightwing and Miss Martian's problems kind of dealt with, they've kind of like learned to understand each other. It's a really fun subplot yeah. with them. Because uh, the one they go to, the old woman has this power that puts them into her TV shows and she's like thinks her TV's broken. And basically what happens is we get like a series of scenes where Miss Martian and Dick are acting out various movies, kind of like fake versions of real movies. So one's like clearly Casablanca. Oh, that was... One's clearly... That was definitely Casablanca. Yeah. Like, uh, there was like a generic western they at kept one calling point. him Rick. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was good uh, stuff. There's a western. Yeah. And what was fun about it is that they were trying to still talk to each other like they were themselves, but their dialogue would keep slipping into like dialogue of the movie. the movie. So it would be like, you know, Dick would say something like really, you know, Nightwingish, but then it would end with the word sweetheart, and it'd be like that was weird. But right. it's it's because he's turning into Casablanca mode, and it was kind of funny. Right. Um. It obviously ends up with them almost kissing right before the TV breaks and like the whole because because Donna like breaks the the the, the thing and yeah. everyone's thing ends at the same time and that's when the TV breaks and I liked it afterwards like okay right so clearly we understand each other better and Nightwing she she, she kind of realizes that he not only feels threatened by her because she's kind of the supervisor but because it reminds him of his own humanity and he he has to kind of like work harder to prove himself because he is just a human being and she's trying to prove herself to everyone because she's an outsider and they kind of respect each other a bit more but i like the small comedic beat at the end where she he turns and goes but hey we're not going to mention anything that happened in that tv right and i was like oh of course not <laughs> we're going to keep that to yeah, ourselves yeah. so this, this is what i've learned about dick grayson uh him, much like myself, has a thing for redheads, because mm-hmm. there, there's Babs, there's Corey, and now there's uh, Megan. Yes. So, you well, know, there's like a little about, spark there. Yeah, actually, they had good chemistry, and what I think I like about it is that at the end, she's like, when she gets her telepathy back, she's like, you know, that's Corey. Who's Corey? She's on your mind. And I'm like, this makes yeah. sense that he's thinking of Corey, because he's feeling attracted to an alien <laughs> again. Yep. Of course, this makes him think so, of Corey. But and, and usually I don't like when they put like sparks there that they can kind of tease. Maybe there'll be a thing, even if it's just in Titans. But this one, it felt like the way they worked out through their uh, their issues, they needed to share an intimacy. Yeah. That you know, maybe it's not romantic, but they need to see each, each other. Yeah, it, it was super romantic, like at face value, because they were playing out these TV yeah. and movie scenes, right? Mm-hmm. But. I could totally, I mean, they could bring this back if they want to later, and I wouldn't even be yeah. that mad because the chemistry was actually kind of yeah. nice. But yeah, it kind of like they don't have actually. This can just be a funny joke that it maybe you know I could see them in like fifteen issues time, like someone like one of them like jokingly referencing all that time in the TV, and everyone else just looks at them like, what what happened in the TV? Oh no no, what happens in the TV yeah. stays in the TV, and then like the, yeah. you know, it could be a running joke like that where it never becomes a serious thing, and that's that's cool. That would work. 
but no, I had a, I had a blast. Like the, uh, the the cowboy versions of their outfits, where yep. Dick had the sort of the frilly blue logo, and yep. Miss Martian had like the it was her color scheme, but it was like a black and red dress, like the old timey western dress. Uh, it was just it was fun, and then like I said, I was I was I was alluding to this earlier. There's the Star Wars slash X Men one where she's got the Leia buns and he's got the Cyclops yep. visor. And I, if anything, it's maybe more the Jordi visor from Star Trek if it's more related to the Star yeah. Wars stuff. But mm-hmm. no, it was, I don't know. I, I, I thought that whole subplot was really fun. Yeah. Well, there's that. And then the stuff with, with Donna, she goes in who she ends up fighting. I'm like, I've seen these guys before, mm. but I couldn't pin it. And then up came an editor's box and they were in the first issue of Teen Titans. It's who Damien fought um, with whatever was going on there. So there seems to be a tie between these two books. Now. Was that was that way back in issue uh, one? That was that was the the brother cool. blood stuff. Yeah, because uh, it's the if cult- it wasn't if it wasn't issue one, it was the special. Cool. That yeah, it was the it was um, the uh, the cult of blood, and they they've got a device that's yep. harnessing this like energy coming off the source wall, and that's why there's three things happening at one time. So Donna eventually smashes yep. this, and that that you know causes it to stop. But, but who? But who shows up there that Donna runs into? Yeah, this was out of nowhere, but I kind of like it. Yeah? Uh, so do I? So, so Ben, Ben from Supergirl, like Supergirl before the new run, uh, who works for Cat yeah, Grant. Yeah, uh, shows up, and he's investigating this, and Donna's like, you clone, because you he actually built this device, and then the, the blood cult yeah. took it and manipulated it to do their own thing. And yeah. she's like, oh, you seem to know these things, uh, young Ben. Uh, you're you're coming with us to help. You're going to talk to Natasha and try and figure this stuff out. And she's like, yep. "Hop on the bike." Which, but I love Donna's got a big ridiculous motorbike. I just, I'm, I'm into, it. I'm into yeah. that. Uh, but I love that he's like, "Are you Wonder Woman?" And she's like, "Yeah, I am. Sure, <laughs> I'm Wonder Woman." But the annoyance in her voice. Yeah. She's so tired of being asked if she's Wonder Woman. So, but yeah, when Ben showed up, I immediately was like, "Oh, this is a nice surprise." And then I finished, and that's when I I messaged Pete and go, "Hey." When you read Titans, there'll be a nice little surprise there. That's right. Yeah, you um, did say that too. That, that, that so would... if there's if if he's a part of the team in kind of like a you remember Wendy and Marvin, how they were like the the twin geniuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if he's kind of their tech guy that works with Natasha, I'm perfectly okay with that. Joe's Joe's cool about this. Is I I fully expected to never see Ben again after that that run of Supergirl ended. But now here he is in, in a different role, which is kind Does of cool. It, uh, yeah, it felt like he was just an Orlando creation that was meant to give Kara someone to have romantic feelings for, someone that was on her level at school yeah. and whatnot. And, and, but now here, him being like, so of course he's a tech guy because he got introduced by, you know, he has that, that scholarship to mm. the tech school going on. But he also interns for Cat Grant, so he has that troublemaker, you know, <laughs> reporter vibe going for him too so if he beca- if he can become like a new supporting character in the dcu that's great because we don't we don't get too many of those anymore yeah you no, know that's cool uh here's a question see when she first shows up and the, the, the cult of blood are mm-hmm. like ah you, you you were with that that robin and when you fought us before um she says yeah. what you think i'm and she gets kind of annoyed who, who does she think that she they think she is at that point because it can't be wonder woman because why would why would you think it was wonder no. woman with robin I don't know. Unless they think that she's one of the Teen Titans, unless they thought like she's um, Red Arrow, or I don't even know the rest of them. But 
Cause yeah, that line didn't make any sense. That this show would make would make sense to me if the cast was on Teen Titans, like if we had you know the other yeah. Wonder Girl kicking around, that'd make sense yeah. to me. But the joke didn't make sense to me because of that. So it's a minor complaint. I do like at the end though they keep referring to Damien as the brat. That, that was that was that was, that was yeah. amusing. Because uh, even is. Dick's like, oh, I'm gonna have to go talk to Damien. <laughs> yeah. He's fun when he's and, playing uh, video yeah, games, but he's... we're talking shop, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese Viking, you know, less Cheese Viking, more talk yes. is what they need. Yes. Uh, but then at the end we get the the reveal of kind of the big bad, which yeah. I, I like. I like when you can tie this kind of character to the Titans because it, it goes all the way back to the Wolfman Perez stuff. But uh, it, it's what is she Mother Blood? Yeah, is that a brother? I think so. Yeah, Mother Blood. So. Um, Joe jo- jo- jo always bugs me about these reveals, but it's a character we've not seen in ages. There's always that that the voice in the back of my head. I'm going like, do I know who this is, or is this someone new? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was always that thought. But, but I like, but I like that, uh, and especially what it's going to mean for Raven, because you know, anytime mm-hmm. Brother Blood's involved, it usually has to do something with Raven. Absolutely, so, yeah. And how's that going to be without her soul self right now? Yeah, because obviously, because and... uh, the, the other three have the, probably the least interest in plotting that it's just the big action stuff. But the other, the the, the trio are fighting a giant robot, which makes no sense because the, the the book opens with them in the base talking about how the because they, they they have a little bit of exposition at the start before the the incident happens, and they're talking about how no that that's energy only affects organic you know things only affects animals and people it doesn't affect uh, inanimate objects but this robot is working it, the, the twist at the end of course is that it's actually a kid's toy and it's the kid who had the power and he kept making his toy come to life um right. so that that was fun which i like yeah but yeah. Th- that was very much they, thought they destroyed this this robot it would reassemble yeah and come back even harder so but it, it was, it was yeah. very much the the just the, the fun action part of the, the issue whereas the, the donna stuff and the dick and the Dick and Corey stuff, or not Corey, sorry, Corey yeah. in the brain now. Uh, the Dick and McGann yeah. stuff was yeah. was more the the actual meat of the issue, but it was all good stuff. Um, and for a long issue, it did flow in quite quick, and um, I, I like that it because the end of this issue not only does it shake up the formula of okay, every issue will be like oh, there's a there's an incursion of some kind, we have to go fight it. Yep. and I'm sure that'll still happen the week. to some extent. Yeah. But we have a villain now. We have like a a core villain who's trying to manipulate this energy. And there's yep. more of a direction there now, so that's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, and the art's pretty good. The art's that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, nothing to complain about. I, again, the the highest points for me were the the Casablanca and the, the Western motifs, because doing the different stuff with the costumes, yeah. you know, adding adding Dick to make him look like Bogey. It's not that difficult, but you know, he looked cool in the tux, so. Yeah. but he still had his, his uh, mask on for the record he did yeah yeah, yeah no it looks like no. uh so yeah. no uh that, that was that was titans so yeah that titans uh three issues into this this run uh i mean it's, it's still technically the same run but you know this new direction yeah. uh, uh i'm digging it i'm actually i'm actually glad this you is do. double shipping though i'm looking forward to this in a couple of weeks <laughs> so yeah uh, go for Good. it yeah uh what are you giving it matt what are you rating it uh 8.5 I really I, like this issue. Yeah, I concur. 8.5. I really like this issue. So, there you go. That's Titans. That'll take us on is Suicide Squad, issue 46. Rob Williams and Dan Abnett writing with Jose Lewis on art. Uh, this is the next part of the Sync Atlantis art. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> just, just second guessing myself. Uh, so, I am reading this art. I just completely forgot that Suicide Squad was part of it and it was out this week because it's yeah. Suicide Squad. Easy, I don't easy to do. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you two guys read this. So, so what happened? What, what's going on? 
Uh, Arthur has to whip up re- reinforcements to to take out uh, Lord Satanus and Master Jailer and uh, Killer Croc. And we get a cool Killer Croc versus King Shark fight. Um, oh. King Shark looking mighty uh, menacing, sitting on his throne down in the ninth triad because he's taken over. Yeah. Uh, but Harley's annoying. Um, <laughs> like... No, it she's... actually opens with Harley doing a, a recap thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a little bit irritating. Very... And I like Harley when, you know, she's done properly. It's, it's a fine line thing. It's, it's like a seasoning. Like, if you have too much of it, it kind of ruins the meal. And you can have Harley be, like, the self-aware type. But here, it's just... And playing off of Merc, too, it should have been funnier because he's the no-nonsense guy. Yeah. But it just fell flat. I, I think using Harley to do a recap is smart. That makes sense yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I think it just overdoes it a touch here. Yeah. Mm. But, um, and we, we have uh, Queen Mera. She's trying to, you know, she's trying to make peace and be like, hey, we're trying to figure this out, too. This isn't an active war. We're not trying to encroach on anybody. Uh, but you guys sending in a, a secret team without letting us know, that, that's that's not good. And that's not, you know, diplomatic. So I have problems with that. So it's nice to see, like, some of the Abnet stuff's really poking through here yeah. still. Um, and then you have Dolphin and Arthur. He's, he's shipping that even more still because they get separated because... Satanus, once he gets into the... So they have to get to the silent school because that's, again, where they're going to place the bomb. But Satanus has kind of gone rogue. And the closer he gets to magic, the more powerful he gets. Uh, And he's decided, like, hey, um, I can do this all by myself. We don't need the Suicide Squad. I'll be the main guy. Yeah, and he sets up a big barrier that cuts everyone off. But he overlooked Dolphin, who was still on the inside. So... Uh, I did actually like Harley translating yeah. for Dolphin. Like she's given all these looks, and Harley's yeah, yeah. You know, she she says what you know what she thinks she's saying, and uh, as as she swims off, Harley's like, oh yeah, she says she loves you. Yeah, and it's actually quite a nice I, moment. Yeah. So as as much as I love Arthur and, and Mara, though, throughout this Abnet run, I'm really rooting for him and Dolphin. <laughs> Just. You know, but Matt, shake things up a little bit. But Matt, you're not a redhead. What was what, this? Yeah, I know. I know. I like Dolphin, though. She's yeah. a sweetheart. Well, She's the girl next door. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. one of the biggest problems with this issue is? It's really hard to take Lord Satanus seriously as a threat yeah. when we spent the whole of the last issue calling him Satananus. Yep. Or Satananus, if you're me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and on top of it, I like... More Master Jailer? Like, here's this, him being like, look, turns out I'm good with locks, but I've used it and I've messed up my life. I don't want to be here, and I don't want my head to blow up, so what do I need to do Yeah. to, to make this go? But I don't want to blow up people in Atlantis either, so he's like having a panic attack underneath the ocean dealing with all this, and I thought that's, to it's me, that was the strongest over. part of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's... So- it ends then uh, with with Mira, you know, talking to the diplomats, yeah. being like, "Hey, I've I I, I control the seas. I've yeah. just made them rise up and hover over your cities. So if you bomb Atlantis and, and it falls, I just let go and all your cities drown." Right. It's uh, quite it's, the threat. 
Yeah, it's the two, you know, it's they always used to say like the Cold War metaphor was two giants attached at the stomach and both of them could either one could pull away and it would cause death for the other, but then the other one will die too. Yeah. You know, it 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 reminds me of that Cold War analogy. So Yeah, yeah, I can see it. But but yeah, so it just kind of knew this was what it was going to be, like it's just it was kind of thoroughly you know, mediocre. Yeah, like and I and I like what's been going on in, in Aquaman. So, hmm. you know, that, uh, it I doesn't kinda, seem to be that big of a deal, you know, well, like I thought it was going to be. I kind of hate that it feels essential though, because it is just you know, okay, you can't skip this, and no. you'll, you'll miss. You know, well, people like, like the last. Right. Yeah, but he's going to have to read it before next time. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to now, aren't I? Yeah, so maybe that's it's, it's like. Uh, the the last issue of of Suicide Squad that was an essential part as well like that had the coronation in it yeah yeah it did it, yeah if you uh, if you're it, gonna it, it's the same here. if you're gonna collect the Aquaman trade you're you're gonna have to get the trade of this crossover for, you know between volumes mm-hmm. whatever and ever <laughs> like yeah. you know you're, yeah. you're gonna have to you have to that's a bummer uh but hey ho hey ho sometimes it happens um, in comics mm. yeah ratings I guess five yeah you're you're much you know, more ding than I, you know, I, I don't seem I enjoyed it, you know, as much as you did. I still think it's a six because I did like the master jailer stuff, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the dolphin stuff there. So, okay. Uh, which we'll does take us out to the last book of the week, which is sideways issue eight, Dan Didio writing Max Rayner on the art. This is, um, uh, me and Matt reading this. Um, mm-hmm. so, how did you feel with this one, Matt? This was, this was with the seven soldiers get into the dark multiverse and looking for uh, Manhattan. Not not Doctor Manhattan, <laughs> just for the record. No. <laughs> the Manhattan Guardian. There you go. That's the one. Or we'll just call him Guardian. We'll call him Guardian. Yes. Um, Save confusion. Yeah. So, uh, man, this is but this is what I would call almost awesome because <laughs> I like what it did with the seven soldiers, and like it's it's putting sideways on this level. That he should be a part of these, you know, mm. secret heroes of the multiverse that are doing things to save, and nobody knows about him because, like, he's not even sure who these people are. But he's starting to piece together why he's tied in now, because uh, you find out that the the Guardian, when the Mountain had, when Challengers Mountain showed up in Gotham, he just waltzed in there, and he's been missing since. And Sideways makes that connection that he was in Gotham. When that happened, and that's how he ended up having the powers. Yeah. Um, um, so I like this tying directly into metal. I don't like how it feels like we're already done with the Seven Soldiers. Um. Yeah. Although I feel like they'll probably pop back in uh, later on. I, I have to admit, though, I probably, this is probably my least favorite issue of the book so far. Yeah. So far. I, I, do you know what my problem is? I, yeah. I I think what part of what I like about this book so much and the character so much is how down earth it is and how he has the supporting cast, how he has Ernie, has his, yeah. he had his mom, obviously she's dead and that was a big thing, And but mm-hmm. he's got his dad, he's got this supporting cast at the high school. I think just putting them in the dark multiverse with this, this cast of really wacky characters, and don't get me wrong, Seven Soldiers are cool and all, but uh, and yeah. the Shida Horde is an interesting thing that they have to fight, mm-hmm. but it, 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 just, it felt so different, it felt so different to what the book that I've been reading since the, the start yeah. of the, the run. Uh, and it felt a bit strange. And then, of course, at the end of the issue, he he's just kind of thrown like Zatanna doesn't send them back home. She sends them no. somewhere else in the dark universe. That's this weird uh, other pocket where he's then taken to this this group of uh, weird, wacky, alternate Superman esque characters from a dark multiverse, yeah. and they've all been saved, and they're in this little pocket dimension to to survive. Yeah. 
But I do like that it posits it's like so the dark multiverse is only the dark multiverse because that's where where these let's just call them ideas instead of worlds mm-hmm. where these ideas never take off and that's why they're there and so these are kind of old ideas that never really took off yeah just, I've got this... I've got a list of the characters here for the, the, the yeah. end Go ahead. Uh, these are the unseen the group right this is Spainer yeah. Laurie Rant Olson Dear Lois Kent Clark and the Giver. Yeah, and these are what we've heard about uh, news like a couple weeks ago that are going to pop up in the annual. They're these twisted versions of like Silver Age concepts. So you yeah. have like the the porcupine boy Jimmy Olsen and the ants-headed Superman, um, uh, insect queen uh, version of either Lois or um, Lana. So, uh, and I didn't think we'd get there this quick because I knew that was coming in the annual. But I didn't know that's where this was Well, the annual's go. coming end of next month, so we've got one more issue before yeah. the annual, so I, I guess it just follows on yeah. from whatever happens next next issue. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it was okay. Like, it was an okay issue. I didn't hate it by any means. Yeah. Um, no. But I, I'm definitely, even just after this one issue, I'm looking forward to him getting back to the real world. I'm looking forward to him being with Ernie. Yeah. I'm looking forward to him dealing with these issues well, again. Yeah, we liked that he was DC's Spider-Man, that he mm. was the average Joe with superpowers and... How do I make this balance? And because he couldn't make it balance, it seems like that's why his mom died. At least that's how he feels. Yeah. You know, you know, and now you've added him to this big grand spacey stuff, which I really liked the last issue dealing with the seven soldiers because it made him seem like, yeah, he has this power set that can completely change the game. Yeah. You know, which and he does. And he's just doing silly stuff with it. Yeah. And, it, you know, worth mentioning, he can't use any of his powers here. Like, uh, when they come into the Dark Multiverse, his powers just short right. out. They don't work anymore when he's here. Right. Uh, so, you know, um, so it's okay. Obviously, there's some fun character moments. Clarion's usually kind of yeah. entertaining. And, um, Teagle turning into like a panther. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, it just, it diverts uh, the attention. Frankenstein. It diverts the attention yeah. away from Sideways himself maybe a bit too much, where he feels kind of lost in the yeah. mix until he gets sent away towards the end. And then it's just weird things are happening. And I'm sure this might end up being great by the time we get to the rest of it next next yeah. issue, but um, I definitely miss the, the more grounded setting of his of his yeah. home life. But, you know, eh. yeah. Uh, I do like Frankenstein not going near the fire. Yeah. Just, you know. Uh, it was a different artist, fun. but the art was, was pretty good. I, I wasn't... Was that, yeah. yeah. I also like seeing Sideways created by Kenneth Rockefort on there. Like, mm. that's a cool, cool thing in the credits. Like just, doing... like, just like in 10, 20 years' time, that might be a big deal. Yeah. Sideways created by Kenneth yeah. Rockefort. Yeah. That, that yeah, could be I like a big that. thing. Um, oh. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess we'll read it. I don't have much more to add, add about it. Um, but what are you giving it? Well, it's a 6.5. You know, the art's fine, the story's yeah. fine. You just. I, I do kind of wish, like, between the seven soldiers and the typical stuff, I wish... Like, it went to a weird place, you know, other than I was expecting. So It feels like a weird side journey. Mm-hmm. And he may, he a may, sideways journey. And he, yeah, and he will. might grow a lot uh, through it, and it might be really important yeah. for his character by the end of it. But right now, it feels mm-hmm. like a weird kind of tangent, as opposed to being part of the main yeah, book where's, that I really liked. Where's Tempest Fujinat, as this is going on? Yeah. So, are, are you telling me the book went a little sideways? Shut up, Connor. Shut yeah. up. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with a six uh, myself. So mm-hmm. that's uh, a sideways. 
which does actually bring an end to the books this week. Um, and we can we can move on to picking our favourite stuff of the week. We pick our best panel slash moment, uh, best art, best cover, and our top five of the week. This should be a whale of different top five this week as well for everyone. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, so we'll start with panel slash moment. Connor, what have you uh what have you got? Oh, it's easy. It's the one from Plastic Man with the with the kid Shan Wang and, and him being like you just talk to them. Just uh easily. The kid Shan Wang. Oh Connor. Yeah. I mean if it did almost make you wake up page as you were reading, then it, it did. I had fair. to I had to really just stop laughing because yeah. 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 There's a, there's a so, joke in here about making Paige turn over, but I'm not going to make it. Um, yeah. what? Come on, puns. Puns are good. Anyway, uh, what you got, Matt? So, so mine's from Superman. It's the, hey, cut it out, Paige, with all of them looting and whatnot. Like, yeah. I love that page so much. I can't... I, I'm actually kind of torn between a few things here, because I... I, I really like a lot of panels in Supergirl, of course, and there's a great, quite a few great ones in, in uh, Supergirl, Superman and Batman, or and Detective, if I can remember the bloody books I read this week. But, um, and I'm even just looking through Titans right now, because it's, it's very tempting, it's very tempting uh, to take some of the stuff from the, the TV uh, segments when, yeah. when Nightwing and, and Miss Martian are, are in there and these different outfits and stuff like that. Uh but you know what? I think what I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Crypto being shouted upon and woken up and dashing to Supergirl's aid. Because that was a delightful moment. Just delightful. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, best cover of the week, Connor. Uh, it's the Catwoman variant for me. Okay. Yeah. It's hard, hard, to, hard to tackle that one. I mean... It, it was it was really close between that and the, uh, the Hawkman variant, the Seju one. Um, but. I'm, I'm just looking at the different covers just now, seeing which one I like the most. Um, that's what I want to see this one big. Go back. Uh, the detective cover's quite good, I think. The main one, not the the, the standard one. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Standard one's quite good. I like that quite a bit. Um, let me just double check the Flash variant. Uh, a couple of the Superman variants were good actually. Uh, that yeah. I'm thinking about. Oh, Flash wasn't. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't the standout. I don't think. Um, I actually think I'm going to go with one of the Superman ones. It was the, uh, not the, I mean, obviously, uh, Max, very good. Uh, yeah. But the other one, uh, the one where he's just about, because you see so many covers where he's ripped his shirt open. There's one, there's something I yeah. like about the idea of him only just starting to remove the tie. It's just right that before. part of it. Yeah. yeah. And you just see the little bit of the S peeking out of the shirt, but that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that cover quite a lot. Both, both in execution and in just the, the choice of what it is. Mm-hmm. It's quite nice. Yep. Hey, that's mine too. Oh, oh I, I was gonna. I would have thought you would have gone with the uh, the Amanda Connor Supergirl variant. I, I did that one last time, and this one's good. But that other one is the first one was was much better. Mm, so sad. yeah, okay. but I do like. I picked up that in in physical that Superman cover uh-huh. just because it, it. I was gonna get the 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 Mac one because I've had the Mac ones for everything else, but the shoes one really just stood out. Like sitting on the shelf at the store. You know, it was like yeah. a siren calling. Yeah, yeah. Joe, I I really wanted to love the the detective variant, but mm-hmm. there's just something about the anatomy and the bottom of his ribs. Yeah, this is wrong. The the look of the the design style is very nice, but like you say, there's just some there's some off there's, there's elements. His, it's like the bottom of his ribs are like sticking out, and it's weird. Yeah. Um, 
But every, everything else I really like about it. It's just that one bit that ruins the entire image because it's right it, where, where you focus as well. Hmm. No, it's good. Uh, so, hey, uh, best, uh, best, best art of the week then. Mm-hmm. What you got, Connor? Uh, I'm going with Detective because um, I, I didn't okay. read Catwoman or Supergirl or you know, <laughs> those, those ones that you are going to pick. So, uh, Detective. But I thought the art in Tiff was fantastic. Well, it's funny because what I'm going to pick is one you did read, but it's not that one. I'll, I'll go with Plastic Man. Ooh. Okay. Plastic Man looks super expressive. Oh, and... no, it's, it is very good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very... Um, uh, I, like, it feels weird. I, I, I feel like saying something's wonderfully cartoony almost doesn't feel like enough of a compliment, but it kind of is. You know, it's yeah. the, the bulging yeah. eyes, the bulging head, the way he reacts to stuff. Where I love when books are expressive with the reactions, but because of his power set and because his head actually gets bigger and his eyes actually bulge out and stuff. There was, that, a, there was a great moment that you know, we, we mentioned how uh, you know after the tango, she had a little heart above her head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enduring it, his eyes go heart-shaped. Mm. And it's just a fantastic little touch. That, yeah. that, you know that those little touches are great. Yeah, that's no, fantastic. Mm. And obviously, I love Supergirl's art. I love Detective Comics art. Catwoman was really good, but no, uh, that's I'm going with uh, Plastic Man. Matt, what you got? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin McGuire, Supergirl. There you go. Hands down, he's there. Only one of you'd pick it. There yeah. you go. Uh, top five of the week. So these should all be fairly different. Connor, what have you got? Yeah. So number one is is Plastic Man. Two is Hot Man. Three's Detective. Four's Flash. Did I only read five? <laughs> huh. Maybe. It's been a really busy week. And I, I, oh, I no, because really you read... Did, did you throw Suicide Squad in there? Yeah, Suicide Squad would be the fifth, but I, I, yeah. it's not deserving. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Matt, what you got? So so I got number one is Superman. Number two is Supergirl. Three is Hawkman. Four is Titans. And... Five is Catwoman. Cool. My number one is Supergirl. My number two is Plastic Man. My number three is Superman. My number four is Titans. And my number five is um as um Detective. There you go. Yeah. Oh, for go. the record, I really enjoyed my four. Suicide Squad was the only one. It, it sits apart. As, yeah. eh, okay. Yeah. But the, the other four were, were so solid that I actually thought I'd read more. Oh, I, know, I, I, like, Sideways was a weaker issue. Um, and... Hey, I enjoyed all the books I read this week. Yeah. Usually I complain when I have this much, but, you know, there wasn't one, even Suicide Squad to a lesser extent. Like, that's probably the weakest the ones that I read, but you know, all varying degrees. Yeah, I was at Brazil all week. I had a lot of books to read, and they were they were pretty much all good. Um, so like I can't really complain too much. Uh, but yeah, so that was the part of the show uh, where I tell you what's coming next week, um, and we'll see what's different as well based on uh, solicit changes and whatnot. So coming next week. And I'm saying this just long enough for the page to load. There it is. Uh, so coming next week, we have Batman 55, Justice League number 8, Green Lanterns 55, Nightwing 49, uh, Aquaman 40, and then Batman Damned issue 1. Uh, also out, but we are not covering, is Damage number 8, Harley Quinn 50, and New Challengers number 5. Unless there's been any you, changes. You, 
also you've missed one of the the headlines. Oh, big Mr. ones. Mr. Miracle Eleven. Uh, to yeah. be fair, that moved like five times. I'm not taking yeah. flack for that. But still, <laughs> uh, for the record, uh, Justice League is another one of the um, the, the Legion of Doom issues. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, this this is the one with Janin on art. Ooh. Who we? All right. Yeah. Give it to me now. I'm That's gonna be my first read of the week. I'm already calling it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Mister Miracle usually gets read. read first when I'm. Mister Miracle usually gets read first. Yeah. When it's out for me. I saved Mister Miracle for last. See, I agree with uh, all of these, but Batman Damned has me excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. The art's going to be fantastic, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, well. So, no. Um, so thanks to Mister Miracle being there and Batman Damned, it's not too dead as week three, but as it, as it has been. It's not. It's not, but I, I will not be here next week because I'm at a con. Yeah, so we'll have a have a, a good episode next week, and um, yeah, so look forward to it. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> uh, so no, that, my tea. that's the show. Um, yeah, stay out of the match, fine. I'll just make fun of each other. Um, that is that's that's the show. That's basically that's episode one hundred and twenty-one. Um, of course, if you want to support the show, you can go over to patreon.com slash TV and you can support us for as little as a dollar. At the $5 tier, you get the monthly bonus episode, Comics from the Multiverse Monthly, that me and Connor do, uh, where we do a trade or a graphic novel or whatever. Last time we did Sandman, that was the 13th episode of that, so there's 13 up yes. there now you can go and, you can go listen to or watch. Um, next time, we're doing the first volume of Gotham Central, so you can look forward to that. Um, so that's the thing. Um what else forgot to say? Oh yeah, Twitter at DC Comics Podcast. You can go do that, and you can you can follow us, and you can get updates and snarky tweets occasionally. Um, or in the case of today, in fact, why we didn't open the show with us, I don't know. But it is Batman Day, so happy Batman Day, everyone! What's today? Yeah, fifteenth. Every day, I'm, I'm really out. Of it. Yeah, I've seen people all day do their happy Batman. Uh, tweets so definitely today all the whole internet's yeah, wrong I don't way no no you're right I just yeah. I haven't had time to, to go in on Twitter today so I've not seen any of it yeah um, but yeah so it's Batman Day so happy Batman Day uh, so I think Matt should be the bigger man here and despite his despite the fact that he clearly likes as many Batman books as Superman books in most most weeks but I think Matt should should give everyone a warm, warm and happy Batman Day greeting right now. Wish them Batman Day well wishes. Go on, Matt. I mean, no, I, it's better I, than I last year. <laughs> what, what was last year? They made it into the the Harley Quinn Day. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh dear, well, yes. Oof. Oh, dear. So happy count your blessings. Dick Grayson's Batman Day. Because that's a superior <laughs> Batman. Oh, Matt is so salty. Matt is so salty. I I have seen so many people who are not big Batman fans today get in the spirit and and and, and celebrate yeah, Batman. Yeah, I hold a grudge. And so, also, to oh, be know. fair, what he just said was true. What? I'll never forget the time mutual friend James Burrell wanted me to list my top five Batmans, and I went through and managed to find five non-Bruce Wayne Batmans. <laughs> I think I eternally earned his respect for that one. Yeah. Uh, although you are bullshitting, right? You don't actually like all five of them, more than Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'll accept Dick, but the rest of them are a bit ridiculous. 
I do like Terry McGinnis. Damien is okay. Batman in 666. You, 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 like, you like that short Damien is Batman thing more than the entirety of Bruce Wayne is Batman. Paul's pretty cool. Oh, sh- piss off. And, uh, piss off. No, 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 no. This is a, I know you're trolling when you're saying Jean Paul was a better Batman than Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. He's crossed the line. Yes, yeah, so there's a line's yeah. been crossed. I, I like how to be fair, he was number five. willing to accept that one issue of Damien. Yes. Yeah. Then he said, and then he says Jean Paul, and you're like, nope. Nah, no, man. Superman done. in disguise as Batman to protect his secret identity. <laughs> yeah, that, that was... one I believe you prefer. I'll yeah, I'll have to I'll have to dig up the list again. But yeah, um, the only really acceptable answer is Dick Grayson. But uh, Terry McGinnis will accept yeah. to a point if you're into Batman Beyond a lot. Although I, I don't think it's close. But I mean, I like Terry McGinnis. It's fine. It's cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So happy Batman Day, everyone! Just to still round yeah, it on Batman that. Day, <laughs> Look, yeah, the action one thousand. Maybe this that's year. why I've been in such a bad mood this week. Maybe it is. It's Batman Day. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. That's exactly what it is. Uh, that has been as of episode one hundred and twenty-one of Comics from the Multiverse. We'll be back next week with episode episode one hundred and twenty-two. Assuming math does not change in the uh, the next week, because it could do. It, it might. It is. It might. Yep. Uh, if we go with Marvel's math, then we have a point one next week. I don't know. Um... <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> oh dear, I like making fun of Marvel. You know that, and it, it's, it's it's a cheap joke to make. We're a DC podcast, but it's funny no, too. I've never read more Marvel than I have right now, so it's not. For once, the quality's fine, but still, yeah. the the boneheaded moves are very reminiscent of DC, you know, yeah. mid mid New Fifty Two. Well, to but, be fair, the, uh, the Nightwing stuff going on right now feels very New Fifty Two yeah. mistaken it, DC. It does, it does, <laughs> and you know, it's just like right now I'm reading Captain America from uh, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. It's pretty good. Mm. Immortal Hulk, pretty good. Uh, Wade's uh, Ant Man and Wasp mini really enjoyable like i'm picking up all these smaller ones and i'm enjoying yeah. them uh, obviously i've been you know going hard on venom every you know every time i have an yeah. opportunity to say how good it is the first i think four issues are on sale on comiXology right now for a dollar each so uh definitely grab those it's awesome hmm? yeah, first issue was okay I, I didn't feel the need to come back for more I, was, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like i'm doing my hipster thing right now going well everyone likes it i'm not gonna read it Matt, it's it's done some some things that you would like. It's 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 tied into some stuff from uh, early Thor, uh, God of Thunder stuff. I know that that the guy that works in my shop got a hold of me and said, "Hey, you still have that issue, right?" And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, if you want to sell it, here's what we're selling it for. So you have a base range." So I'm not selling it. I'm like, I'm not. No. Yeah, wait, I do have to move though. <laughs> I could pay for the moving truck. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Well, uh, I guess that'll wrap us up. Uh, yeah. This is the show. This is us. There you go. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys. Uh, actually, let's do, let's do some individual things. Matt, where are you on Twitter? Where can people find you if they want to eat? Uh, you can find me at Matt of Steel 57 uh, Being all emo like it was earlier this week. Yeah. So, ignore me when I ramble. Carter, where can people find you? They can't. I will be asleep. He's going into the dreaming. He loves Sandman so much, he's going into the dreaming. That's why he's staying up for like 26 hours straight. I'm staying up for this long because I had to work and then this. 
<laughs> just go with it, Connor. God. You know, in, in, in improv, there's yes and. You did the no dead stop. Yeah, yeah I think that's way more He's fun. Right. No, it's just made it more difficult for everyone else. Playing, playing handball on a curtain, Connor, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. He's been a dick, <sighs> that's what he is. Well, you can find me at Wibble89. Um, don't look for Connor. It's not worth the effort, apparently. So that is that is us. We will be back next week with more DC Comics. We love you loads. Uh, and is there anything else I normally say at the end of this? I did Patreon stuff. Yeah, that's us. We're, we're done. This has been DC Comics. This has been Comics from the Multiverse. We love you loads. Keep reading comics. And always remember to never get lost in the speed force. Thank you.